Don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard. Okay. And now, a word from Howard Dean's wife. Hi. Hello there. I'm Dr. Judith Steinberg, wife of presidential candidate Howard Dean. You can call me Judy, not Judge Judy. That's a different miskite. People want to know why I'm hardly ever on campaign trail with Howie. Hey, did you get a good look at me in Iowa? I scared the crap out of myself. I make Frau Fabissen and look like a Shane Poonam. <laughs> Stop me if I'm bombarding you with too much Yiddish, eh? Anyway, Howie says after I showed up, his numbers drop it. Know what I say? That's a bunch of Mishigas. For those of you who don't capish the Yiddish, that means crap. Howie's a good guy, though he's what you might call a loose cannon. He's got a pretty bad temper on him. I remember one time, one of our kids left a cap off of the toothpaste. I thought he was going to blow a gasket. The veins popped out in his head, and that white spit strings were gone in the corners of his mouth. He went my sugar. I spent 23 years with this Shagitz. Most of the time he's a mensch, but on occasion, I hate him. I think my husband Howie would make for a very good president. One of the things I'm a little P.O.'d about is that Howie doesn't let us have a TV. I want to watch Sex in the City, I get to schlep down to campaign headquarters or to the Kroger's to watch on some tiny black and white set. I have never seen any program in color, so I know Jackie Kennedy. Hell, if you look at me, I'm no Ted Kennedy. I don't wear makeup. I'm like a whisker away from being Amish. Don't expect to see much more of me during the campaign. The only reason I'm addressing you today is because I was able to chew through my restraints. Anyway, gazagazunt. That's Yiddish for Dr. Judy Steinberg. Over and out. Paid for by the committee to elect John Kerry president. <laughs> 1002 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. That is a beautiful thing. She's not, but that was. I love that. I might play that a hundred times today. I... Anyway, on Friday, we asked it. well, let me just rip Mad Dog a little bit. Love the Mad Dog, great guy, everybody loves him, but sometimes he's full of crap. Like all of us, sometimes you got to get out of your system. And he was uh, ripping me a little bit, not by name, but he uh, said, uh, you know, ripping Dan LaBastard's column that I was praising and reading on uh, Friday morning. And Dan LaBastard, for once in his life, he had his thumb right on it when he was talking about what a front-running uh, front phony town South Florida is and about the whole Marlin thing. And there's Joe this morning talking about pitchers and catchers. February. Well, they got to have something to talk about because the dolphin season is long over. <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, nobody cares. In fact, I, I came up with a great idea, a business we can go into. Okay. It's called the, uh, I had a good name for it, Rent a uh, fr fr the front-running rental store. All right. Where you can rent, like, whatever team gets hot, Hopefully a South Florida team, but not necessarily. And you go rent a uniform cap and a jersey and a whole outfit, and Very you nice. rent it for like you know whatever time until uh, it's no longer you know politically correct, and then you return it for a full refund. Right, like, like, like renting a movie, like Hurricane Plywood. Right. No, no, no. But you don't keep this; you just rent it. Right. Well, they don't keep it either. They take the plywood back. She yeah, Who the hell takes that? plywood back? All these people. Get out of Remember, here. Remember, every time there's a hurricane scare, there's like the next day, there's the big line of the people bringing the tin and the plywood back. Because the day after the World Series, I thought it was a joke, but it's true. There were people trying to take their Marlin jerseys and caps back for a refund. Yeah. <laughs> rent, rent a front-running uh, outfit. I think it's a great idea. And Mad Dog, the line that he had that just almost, I was driving home, almost drove off the road. He said, well, there's lots of choices. Lots of choices. See, that's the point. It is a choice, and you choose either to su support something or not. That's what makes a, a place with all that many people, either you know, major league or bush league, and it's a bush league place. I mean, all that phony front-running crap during the parade, and everybody's on the bandwagon. That that really proves. I'm not saying that South Florida is alone. There are a lot of places like that, but that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt how bush league a place is. Anyway, you're full of crap, Mad Dog. It's a front-running phony place. It's a bush league town. Even a humper will tell you that. <laughs> Lose an ounce or two, Hank, please. 
Here's yesterday, uh, Friday's poll. Who's your all-time favorite South Florida TV personality, news, entertainment, whatever? Let's start at the bottom. 1,324 vote. Carmel Caffaro. Remember I thought that was a good addition? Yeah. No votes. Virginia Booker. I have no idea who that is. Bob Halloran, sports guy, none. And Carrie Millerick. Millerick, I don't know who that is. I don't know. None. Millerick. One for Jane Chastain. Clara Mosier won. Terry Merriman won. She's probably kin to uh, Jim Merriman Jr. Katrina Daniel had a pair, and they fell right off. Jim Brosmer had two. Todd Tungan's got a pair. Jilda Unruh's got two. Bob Mayer, three. Manolo Reyes, three. Mark Ludner, three. Del Frank, three. Richard Whitcomb, three. Rad Berkey, three. Wayne Ferris, three. Angela Ray, three. Jumpin' Jack O'Brien, three. Jumpin' Jack Flash didn't have any. Gail Not-So-Bright had four, although she is excited about that eating ass piece that Dwight's repeating tonight. Who isn't? Cambrell Martian, Wayne Ferris. Oh, Wayne Ferris is on here. <laughs> yeah. He got three the first time. He got four more. Oh, nice going, oh, Wayne. He's got the four. Cambrell Martian, Lori Hibbard, four. Wayne Chandler, four. Ed O'Dell, four. Bill Kamal, the weather fairy on Channel 7. She had five. Hey, Bill, put it down. <laughs> put the booze down. Jincy James, five. Willard Shepard, five. Penny Daniel, six. Walt Cronite, six. Remember the bow ties? No. You don't? He used to be the weather guy on Channel 10 for a long time. Sorry. How come nobody said the dead weather guy from Channel 4? He used to be there. He used to be the booth announcer, Dick Fennelseed. I'll just remember Dick Fennel? No. Michael Putney, six. Even though he's got his head way up Catherine Harris's ass and we're pretty pissed off at you, Mike. Banjo Billy, seven. Now, I don't, I don't know who that is. Nope. You don't either? Nope. Big Fat Dave Game 7. Didn't he die? I don't think so. No. Nancy O'Dell, 7. I'll tell you who else didn't die, and that's uh, Carl Malden. I was telling you before the show. He was right. on a, I, I, By accident, I saw the Golden Globes about an hour of it last night, and I, for one, some reason, I always turn those things right off, Yeah. and I just couldn't turn it off. Huh. I don't know what it was, because I hate award shows, and I hate right. the whole concept exactly. of them sitting around sucking each other's ass, uh, but there was something about it. It was mildly interesting. And Michael Douglas, who was a little bit inebriated, but not nearly as much as Susan Sarandon. Wow, she was plastered. You go, girl. Uh, but Michael Douglas went up and made a whole big thing about the Carl Molden. It was kind of one of those things like, I know you're getting ready to croak, Carl, but I right. really want to thank you for all you taught me about acting and your never stole a freight train. And Carl was sitting there with dark glasses on, and he had like two big holes in his head, which is never a good sign. Only his nose died years ago. No, I think it moved up his forehead. Nancy O'Dell had seven. I have no idea who she is. Glenn Rinker, eight. Don Cox had eight. Susan Candiotti, eight. Al Sunshine, he's still waving those ham hocks at you. Nine. Little Dicky Winters, nine. Everybody liked Little Dicky. Sloppy Falopi and Chuck Dowdle, ten. Tony Cigaretto, eleven. Charlie Baxter, fifteen. Connie Chink had sixteen. Brian Norcross, seventeen, so he kills the other weather furries by... Oh, wait a minute. Is Don No? No, Don No beat him out. Sorry, Brian, you lose. Bob Soper beat him out 218. That's good because Bob's a good guy. Pam Gigante, who's only on on Sabado. Pam Sabado Gigante had 20. Dave Dixon, 20. Don Francisco, 20. See how that all ties in? Yep. John Hamburg, 20. He got my vote. John was great. A real professional news guy in a real Bush League town. Cinnamon Stouffer, 22. What does Don? No. 24. Miss Horkheimer, 25. Now, what's that all about? Yeah. Must have a lot of space cadets out there, huh? What's wrong with Jack? Nothing wrong with Jack. Horkheimer, 25. Maria Gennaro, 29. See, I told you, and you made the fun of me on that, even though she's been in Buffalo for a long time. We love the lovely Maria. Sally Fitz, 32. Sally Fitz. Big Wilson, 44. David Bloom, 44. Dwight Lauderdale, 49, but they used to like him a lot better with a mustache before he started hopping on Ann's ass. Kelly Craig, 50, in spite of that gigantic girth. We love you, Kelly. Please lose an ounce, please. 
Wendy, Big Nips, Corona, 53. Rick Sanchez, 53. Same person. And Bishop, 61. Ralph Redneck, 62. Bob Weaver, 63. Nice to see that, Bob. Giselle Fernandez. Didn't I tell you she was good? You said that. <coughs> well, she looked good. And she was a nice person. I met her one time. Isn't that exciting? No. You're not impressed? No. Well, I can't drop too many big names. Neither. Uh, Giselle Fernandez, 75. How about Donnie Osmond and Dion? Okay. That's pretty big names. Who else do I know? Uh, Skipper Chuck Zink, 134, and Jackie Johnson, 169. Now, you think they did that just to piss me off? I, I don't really care. I don't, you know, she's a donkey face and a donkey puss. But uh, what do I care? I'll, I'll get back to They like Jackie Johnson, okay? They think she's really hot stuff. She ain't no Charlize Theron, but who no, the hell is? No, nobody. You should have seen that thing she had on last night. That, I'm, I was like, kind of like one of those tearaway blouses. Right? Yeah, I would tear it away. It looked like somebody got a head start, and they like were tearing away at all different places, and it was just about falling off her boobies. She's just pristine. She's a little girl from South Africa. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my two favorite people from what I saw of the Golden Globes last night were Charlize Theron and uh, Jude Law who's a great actor and who looks uh, kind of interesting. Nothing wrong with Jude. He's about two feet tall, but he's uh, kind of an interesting guy. And Al Pacino made a total ass out of himself. I just, I'm, why doesn't he just go away, you know? Like Dick Cheney, now they're dragging Dick out again. And they ought to, like, store him away in a vault somewhere because all they're going to do by dragging his ass out is remind everybody about uh, all the bad things he was connected with, like Good. Halliburton. Yeah. It'll be like dragging Catherine Harris's ass out. You'd think they were smart enough to put her back in the freezer, and they ought to do the same with Dick. Put Dick in the freezer, man. Oh, I'm going to be uh, gagging and choking. I'm almost over this thing. <coughs> but not quite. You know what I mean? Yeah. You sound all right. No, I sound fine, but I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm warning you. It's going to be, I got my Hall's Mentholiptus. Got it in that room where you're sitting right now. I just warn you ahead of time. <coughs> Here's our first poll today. we got a pair for you. Now, this story bothers me a lot. And I don't know if you saw the footage on Thursday on the news. We talked about it, about the relatives of the Seymour Shuss and yes. saying, oh, it was just an accident, yes. knocking down this old man at the movie theater. Right. It was just an accident. We feel real bad about it. Of course, the old guy's dead. Mm -hmm. What the hell was the old man's name? Irving Rosenberg. Oi! Irish? Irish Catholic. A legally blind grandfather charged with fatally punching a 74-year-old retiree outside a Tamarack discount movie theater simply was defending himself and his cancer survivor wife when he leveled the blow his attorneys told the jurors on Friday. <laughs> Bullcrap. And it may not have even been 69-year-old Seymour Shuss's punch that killed the older man, said defense attorney Jane Weintraub in the opening day of Shuss's manslaughter trial. <coughs> How's that sound? Better. Good. Weintraub, I'm getting the real dark green stuff now. I love that. Mm. That's always my favorite part of a cold when Chunks. it's on the way out and you're getting the real, real dark green from way down inside your... Rectum. Bowels. Where does that come from? Lungs. Does it really? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, look at that one. Purple. Again. Weintraub told a Broward Circuit Court jury that medical experts will testify that Irving Rosenberg may have suffered a stroke or seizure November 8th outside the Tamarack Cinema 5, causing him to lapse into a coma and die 16 days later. Prosecutor said, though, the evidence is clear. The only person who needed defending that night was Rosenberg, who died from massive head injuries, suffered when Shuss's punch caused him to collapse on the sidewalk. This, this is this is so South Florida, man. Right. Parks so and spaces. Pathetic. Spots in line. Now, he, Shuss could face up to 15 years in prison if convicted of the single charge. 
Both sides agreed the lives of Schuss and Rosenberg, both New York natives, intersected when Rosenberg gave a theater cashier too little money for the tickets for himself, his wife, and three other couples. The tickets were three bucks apiece, but he only gave the movie theater employee 18 bucks instead of 24. Oh, now this is uh, starting to make sense. Mm-hmm. Schuss's wife, who was behind Rosenberg in line, Oy. then made a comment about how much money he needed. The next few seconds are what's in dispute, what Schuss's fate will likely hinge on. Weintraub said Rosenberg returned to Yvonne Schuss and yelled, Shut up! and loomed just inches away from her face. Rosenberg terrified the woman who was out for one of the first times since breast cancer surgery, Wontraub said. Seymour goes running over, and the evidence will be uh, that he went to protect his wife, Wontraub said. The evidence will be that there was no thought process other than to protect his wife. When Schuss went to help his wife, two strangers grabbed him, but because of his poor eyesight, he had no idea what they were trying to do. During that struggle, Schuss got clipped in the mouth. He then wrestled away from the men, and when he did, that's when Rosenberg got smacked. Ready for that? Ready. <coughs> so here's our first poll today. What should happen to Seymour Shuss, the 69-year-old Broward man who fatally punched the 74-year-old man in Tamarack? Look at all these choices. Yeah, Three, six. <laughs> huh? <laughs> They're good. Death penalty, which he won't get, but I'm thinking. Long jail sentence. Take away a sweet and low. Nothing. It was an accident. Make him live the rest of his life with Neil's mother. Make him live the rest of his life with George's mother, or make him live the rest of his life with both mothers. Boy. That'll teach him. That's what I voted. 1014 at 560 WQM. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. Zero closing costs, zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, zero discounted points. So get yourself that new unbe unbeatable low interest rate of just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are only 334 a month. <coughs> A $200,000 on your payments are only six sixty-eight a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay closing costs again. So call them today, 1-800-940-LEND. Get yourself the new low-rate mortgage you deserve and then move on to your next property without further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get the new low financing rate of just 1.25% with the only one mortgage from Financial Group. For details... <coughs> Call 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-LEND and never, ever pay closing costs again. Financial Group, 1-800-940-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates subject to change monthly, 4.21 APR. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Human beings are headed into the cosmos. There's a rocket in my pocket. Live long and prosper. Missions to Mars and to worlds beyond. Special delivery from Mars. Engelbert Hopperdink was the first person on the moon. Who was the second? Man in space. Don't they like those jokes on the moon, because that's where you're going. On your planet, how do you do it? Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. I'm in Men of Moon Rocket 1. Blast off! There he goes! Today I announce a new plan to explore space and extend a human presence across our solar system. Come on, this isn't rocket science here. What was that about taking over my planet? Rocket man, burning out a fuse out here 
We may discover resources on the moon or Mars. I was abducted by aliens. If I could light my own farts, I could fly to the moon. Or at least Uranus. I wonder what Starfleet Command will say about that. Blast off! So, speaking of Mars, uh, first of all, all that footage that you're seeing on CNN, yes, it's all from New Mexico. Right. That's number one. Right. And number two... Uh, the Euros say that they found water on Mars. Now, what's that going to do to all the religious crap? Nothing. What do you mean by that? Because we know that the Earth is only 6,000 years old. <laughs> and this um, the fossil Satan put the water there. Right. And uh, now we know that the universe is billions and billions and billions of years old. How does that jive? Does that jive with the uh, the jive in the Bible? No. No. The satanic scientists are All your religions, man, now that they found Euro Europe's Mars orbiter has confirmed the presence of frozen water on the red planet's surface for the first time... The European Space Agency be saying on Friday, we've been tracking it on the South Pole, and there we have detected water. Probably for the first time, agency scientist Jean-Pierre Bibring told a news conference mm -hmm. at Mission Control in Darmstadt. If Mars once had surface water, it had the potential to support life, although Alan Morehouse, the project manager of spacecraft operations, cautioned it's too early to draw contusions. You look at the picture, you look at the fingerprint and say, this is water ice. He said it's the first time it's been detected on the ground. It's the first direct confirmation. There's life on Mars, where oh! there once was, just like there used to be in South Florida, till all the illegal aliens and old Jews came in. Speaking of old Jews, I read that Buddy Nevins piece in the Sun Sentinel. Of course, he's anxious to begin with, and it's probably a lot of right-wing propaganda. But the fact is this. He says 44% of the Jews in Florida voted for Jeb Bush, for Reverend Bush, for governor this last time. Are you ready for that? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Oh, here's another good choice for the poll. I like this one. Yeah. John in Columbia, South Carolina. Let's add this on here. Come on, Eric. Let's get with it. Make him live with Mo. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't think of a worse punishment than that. Some people might want to change that vote. Now, this is, this is a disgusting story. This is so typical of the kind of crap that happens in South Florida where people blow each other away over a parking spot, and it's usually old farts. Angry old people, miserable, nasty, rotten sons of bitches. What should happen to Seymour Shuss, the 69-year-old man who fatally punched the 74-year-old man in Tamarack, it is alleged? 41 votes. 14, make him live the life with uh, rest of his life with both mothers, uh, mine and your mama. Oh, man. Long jail sentence, 12. Death penalty, 6. Take away a sweet and low, 5. Nothing. It was an accident, 2. Right. Uh, make him live the rest of his life with Neil's mother, too, and make him live the rest of his life with your mother, none. I don't think you've talked about your mama enough. Oh, trust me, I these have. people. Sure I have. Have you? Oh, yeah. Not enough, though. Maybe not. So let's add that on there. Make him live with Mo. That'll get some votes, you think? Absolutely. I would think so. WQAM, good morning. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I was, uh, I saw Bowling for Columbine over the weekend. Right. And, uh, it asked that question about, uh, why are Americans so violent versus other cultures? Mm-hmm. And what's interesting was uh, my my theory on it, which is, I'm sure a lot of the people have talked about, is just that there's an, an ignorance and an uneducated population, a population that doesn't travel, doesn't go abroad, and just that breeds ignorance and hatred and fear of the, of the unknown. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just it just perpetuates itself because it. I thought it was going to be an anti-gun movie, but it really wasn't totally anti-gun in the sense now, that only the part with Charlton Heston and with the uh, uh, Kmart. Right, uh, only that part. Whereas. It really asks an interesting question. I mean, if you have the same amount of guns here as in Canada, for example, right. why are we so violent? And mm -hmm. I think that's part of the reason. But that's just my theory, and I was wondering your thoughts on it. 
Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's just a lack of values. I mean, if you don't have respect for human life and if it becomes part of it's the Wild West, we've never outgrown it, that Wild West mentality. You know, shoot them up. Just like uh, this president, this cowboy president we got. Same mentality. Right. right. Well, I would recommend that to anybody. It's just it's a very Absolutely the best. And I uh, really enjoyed it. Take care. Glad man. you saw it. Thanks a lot, pal. Right, see, the thing about Michael Moore, I'm glad he mentioned that. Now, I've often said I'd love to see Michael Moore be the president, but if he ran for president, would he have any chance? Of no, course not. No. And you want to know why? Because he's too radical. The media Ooh. would destroy him. And let me just straighten out one thing. Somebody called in on Friday, and I didn't watch that last New Hampshire debate. Somebody called in Thursday or Friday mm -hmm. about the comment about President Bush being AWOL, etc. And I know Michael Moore has said that consistently. There's nothing new in that. But somebody asked Wesley Clark about that. Right. And he refused to completely, uh, you know, he, he just had no comment on it because he, it was taken out of context. Uh, and again, over the weekend, all the talking head shows, oh, but they call him a deserter. And, and Bob Novak's having a nervous breakdown. First of all, Robert Novak should be in jail in the first place. That's number one for all that Valerie Plame stuff. He ought to be in yes. jail. And number two, he's a good one to talk about uh, ethics, okay? The fact of the matter is he was a Wall Bush. Yes. And now, you know, see, this is the way it works with the media now. And that is anything anybody does. Uh, if you if you fart the wrong flavor, right away you're going to be able to smell it right on TV in a minute. Ah! Right. And and even you, you think I mean this Dean thing, he's done in terms. And I'm glad right. to see one thing. What's that? All these surveys that they're taking now, and you see them interviewing people in New Hampshire, where they got how many people they got in New Hampshire? About thirty, man. That's all they got there. But and I got all the new eight million new polls, and they're all over the place. Although Kerry is still ahead, but they believe Kerry is electable. And Dean is not electable, and that's what bothers me, ah! is that Dean is not electable. Capiche? Capiche. Well, that's it. Not too bad. I mean, this, this year, any, anybody with a brain, including those 44% of Floridian Jews who voted for Jeb Bush, you people ought to be ashamed of yourselves. What the hell is wrong with you, man? Are you out of your mind or what? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, they are. Yes. Oh. Well, that's a good excuse. Reverend Bush, with his uh, everything is Christianized this and Christianized that. Pretty soon, instead of the uh, you're going to have a, a big cross when you come from Wake Cross, Georgia, there'll be another big cross, Big the Cross, big. Florida. Just a, a bunch of right wing Farbishna Goyim, as uh, Dean's wife would say. I love that bit. I got to play that over and over again. She's fabulous. I never thought I'd play any bit that had more Yiddish in it than I use. Marty in Miami says, if you ever drove in Miami, you know what a pain in the ass those old people are. The old man deserved it. Let, <laughs> Let the attacker go. As a matter of fact, reward him, says Marty in Miami. Well, that's something to think about, Marty. I don't know if Irving was a driver or not, but I guess he won't be no more. Right? No Good more. Good point. 1026 at 560 WQAM. Let me tell you about fat. Oh, you saw that McDonald's thing? That documentary filmmaker, what's the name of it? Supersize Me? No. Morgan Spurlock. You haven't seen that? No. He ate at McDonald's for a month exclusively, and he gained 25 pounds. And he didn't eat, like, all the same thing. You know, he ate breakfast, and he ate uh, the different right. things on the menu, salads. He gained 25 pounds in a month <laughs> at McDonald's. You didn't see that for real? Is that a shocker? I mean, No, it is not a shocker, but that's one of the reasons there's so many fat, desperate folks out there. Why not try Balance for Life? It's easy. You don't have to worry about Atkins or Scatkins or uh, South Florida Diet. What is it called? The South Beach Diet. By the way, that's a scam. You can go by the book if you want. It's just uh, ripped off Atkins. But here's the answer for you, Balance for Life. Because uh, they provide all the food. They do all the figuring for you. They count the carbs. They count the glycemic value of those carbs. And they make sure that you can lose weight with a delicious way in a little black sack. That's right. They bring you the little black sack every morning by 6 o'clock. They deliver it right to your door, at your work, at your home, wherever you want them to deliver it to. 
And even Dr. Atkins is changing his tune. You heard him sing lately? No. no. See what I mean? So anyway, here's the deal. Katrina, the lovely Katrina at QM, has lost 17 pounds. She is the best, and she's doing great, looking great. Her clothes are just hanging off her body. You get to choose between two choices for each meal. You fill out the menu once a week, and that's the only choice you have to make. There's no shopping, no figuring at all. The food is fresh, it's delicious, and you can watch that weight on the scale just pour off your fat ass. So if you're sick and tired of trying all the others and you just can't stay on them, do it the easy way because Balance for Life does the figuring for you, and they prepare all that great, delicious food. Call them today and lose that weight once and for all. Call Balance for Life at 954-568-3229. That's 954-568-3229. Or get more info on their website, balanceforlife.com. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Younger viewers, C-SPAN now offers a brand new reality show, Skydiving with Howard Dean. Join Howard Dean as he jets across the United States, jumping out over some of his favorite states. We're going to California. California, Texas, Texas, New York, York, South Dakota, Oregon, Michigan. And coming soon to Washington, D.C., Geronimo is skydiving with Howard Dean, premiering this week on C-SPAN. <laughs> I'm not going to miss that. 10.32 at 5.60 WQAM. Here's the second poll we're going to be doing, because obviously they don't care that much about old man Schuss. But I, I do. I'm, I'm disgusted by that crap. By the incivility. That's one of the reasons South Florida is such a nasty, miserable, hateful place. And, right. you know, most of the people I meet and I discuss that where they say, you are... Absolutely correct, sir. I don't think it's debatable, even though Mad Dog will come on at 2 o'clock and rip me for saying it. But it's not only a Bush League place, but it's mean-spirited. Hateful. Uncivil. How do I say that every day? Because it's, it's true. Huh? Uncivil. Yeah. Is, is right on. Nasty. Just like that story I told you about Walmart, and I apologize to myself for having to go there and get that turlet mm -hmm. thing, although I think it's appropriate. And I didn't even tell you about my theater experience this uh, weekend. Yes, which had, was what? A, a they take a birthday party of ten-year-old boys to the theater. I I don't need to elaborate, do I? And 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 what? And they were maniacs. And and uh, and halfway through the movie, I turned around and said to one of them, "Hey, s head, shut the f up." Really? Yeah. It's like somebody slammed him back in the seat, and they were quiet for it. Oh, good ten minutes <laughs> well, good for you. Let's hear it yeah. for George. Oh! All right. I'm brave with ten-year-olds. Watch me. <coughs> Some of them probably kick your ass. Most of them. Or maybe they might just shoot you. Yeah, anymore. <coughs> I think this tea is doing me more harm than good, you think? What? What kind is, is it? It's a, a cinnamon herb tea. Oh, it's Camping the herbal free. tea. If it's healthy, it's poison. Is it? Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep drinking it. You need industrial strength Lipton. Here's the second poll we're doing. Now, what, the, I don't know, one day last week you did the thing about the best, your, your favorite movie that you would recommend pre-1980, was it? Yes, you did. Wasn't that it? Something like that. I think because, uh, you know, a lot of us, we wait till it comes out on DVD or we're just lazy. What was the absolute best movie of the last 10 years? Okay. 1993 to 2003. I got my book handy here on the floor somewhere. Good. Just in case. Well, we'll have to check it out. I don't want, like, some 1990 movie. Like, what year was Magnolia, for example? Do you know? Uh, uh, like, maybe three, see? four years ago? It was? Maybe. Well, let's put that on there right away. How about Requiem? Okay. And Glengarry Glen Ross. Oh, okay. Well, see, now, I'm not ready for this yet. But that's what we'll get to it. To give them a little something for their fodder. Church to pay $3 million in rape. Not again. Oh, Christ. Sorry. The Roman Catholic Church. No, the thing with the Mars business, and I know that not too many people want to talk about that because you don't want to, like, ruffle them religious feathers. It's bad for business. They'll even start breakdancing in front of the Pope. Oh, they did that already? 
Yes. I mean, uh, how can you possibly believe all those bubblemices that are written down by primitive ancient people when we know that the universe is billions of years old, that we're, we're like we're like a little teeny tiny corner of the universe. We're like uh, not even ahead of a pin. Oh, no, we're the center of the universe. Right. Just it like, uh, around right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's the, like the sun revolves around the earth. And the Pope's throne is the center of the world. And the earth is, well, the Pope spends a lot of time on the throne. <laughs> Without too much success, that's why he and my mom get along well. How about that break dancing? They're squeezing like crazy. Yeah, they were break dancing <laughs> for the Pope. I sure hope you saw the footage of that. How many times did we see that this morning already? About 30, man. The Roman Catholic Church agreed Friday to pay $3 million to a woman who was repeatedly raped as a young girl by a priest setting a state record for the amount. All right, let's hear it. They're setting records, man. All right. Nice going. You go, boys. Setting a state record for the amount paid by a diocese to a single victim of clergy sexual abuse since the scandal broke two years ago in Boston. I think it's so appropriate that it broke in Boston, you know, because the Boston, uh, the whole city has been run by the Catholic Church for a very long time. That's why it's such a paradox, Boston. Very, very liberal people on the one hand and then a bunch of blue-nosed assholes, mainly the church on the other hand. Remember that Cardinal, Cardinal Kushmir and Tochas? No. The settlement is among the first to resolve claims against priests under a state law that allowed victims to sue the church for decades-old childhood sexual abuse. As many as 800 such claims, most in L.A., were filed against the Roman Catholic Church last year, while the statute of limitations was temporarily lifted. Jennifer Chapin, 31, said she was pleased to put her behind, or behind her, the case against the Roman Catholic Diocese of Oakland involving accusations of 20-year-old abuse. I've run the whole gamut of emotions, said the Oakdale psychiatric nurse. It's very validating to be uh, believed. Church officials also said they were satisfied <clears throat> with the settlement. Is that incredible or what? It's credible. Yeah. Does this go on with the details? Because it goes, uh. As part of her case, Chapin and her attorneys made a 25-minute video in which she detailed the abuse and its effect on her life. The testimony was intercut with pictures from her childhood. One showed her while in a white dress being congratulated by her parents and uh, some priest on her first communion. Another was of her kissing the priest on the lips. Oh, God. When are you people going to get with it? When are you going to stop? Sub Is it ever going to happen? No. No. Oh, and speaking of that, I'm so glad I didn't forget about that. Thank you for faxing that story because it's sublimable. Saturday or no, Friday afternoon on CNN, they ran a very lengthy piece, which you know how much they repeat stuff, but we probably won't see this one again about the Europeans and what they think about America and Americans and the whole religion thing and how they're they're shocked, they're aghast. Yeah. And every time Bush or any other politician mentions God or anything religious or Jesus, they have a nervous breakdown because they can't relate to it. They find it just appalling Jesus and grotesque. Christ. Yeah. Maybe now you understand why Europeans are like light years ahead of Americans, at least between the ears anyway. Oh, no, you're just saying that. Yeah, right. Happens to be very, very true. It happens to be absolutely correct. And even though they're those big churches in every city of more than 3,000 people all over Europe, they're like, uh, you know, they're a uh, place to visit. You right. know? A tourist attraction. They, right. They're landmarks. That's all. Almost every one of them. Like uh, the old church in, in Amsterdam, right in the middle of the damn uh, red light district. Every single, uh, you go to Italy, every city with more than two people has got a big old cathedral in Bologna, in Milano, you know. They don't go there. They don't go and pray because they know it's a bunch of crap. And so the piece went on. It was very. It was several minutes, and I just couldn't believe that they were actually showing it on the Certainly Not News Network. I guess they hope nobody was watching. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. We'll start taking some suggestions. May I'd say about eleven something. Eleven. About thirty, man. About eleven thirty. We'll change the poll. Put up the other one. I. What should happen to Seymour Shust, the 69-year-old Broward man who fatally punched, alleged, a 70-year-old, 74-year-old uh, man in Tamarack 
Irving, uh, whatever his name was, Rosenberg. Long jail sentence, 27. Make him live with Moe is catching up, 23. Absolutely. By the way, Hank hates Moe more than I do. Amazing. I ran into the humper on the way out of the building on Friday. You can't even... Oh, yeah, here's another one. Make him do 12 rounds with Tyson. <coughs> yeah, sure. Anyway, uh, Hank just despises Mo, and I can't even begin to tell you how much. So, Mo, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, there's somebody in the building who finds you even, even more unctuous than I do. I, I never thought that was possible. Make him uh, live the rest of his life with both your mother and my mother, George, 21. Death penalty, 13. Nothing. It was an accident, 12. Right. Are these people joking or what? They must be. Take away your sweet and low 11. Make him live the rest of his life with Neil's mother, too, and your, your mama ain't got none. Like I said, well, next time you're on, you better do the whole show on your mama. Oh, man. Well, you haven't impressed this audience enough with what a bitch, I mean, with what a, a wonderful lady Crazy she is. psycho. Uh -huh. In fact, you ever see uh, George's mother and Celia Cruz together? No. Same person. Oh, uh, uh, mom's way lighter. I see. And unfortunately, she's oh, still alive. Oh, Unlike yeah. Celia, she's still alive. 20 to 11 at 560 WQM. If you're in a really dead-end crappy job, if you're underpaid, New Year's resolutions aren't going to just happen. Plus, January's almost over, Todd, you know? Kick the New Year crap. Put your plans in action. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train toll-free at 866-FAST-TRAIN. Classes are underway already. If you're committed and dedicated, Fast Train can help you in becoming a certified computer professional in just four amazing short months. That's right. You heard me right. You can obtain a new high-paying career in only four short months and get a new life and paycheck that goes along with it. The demand for certified computer professionals is at an all-time high. Fast Train offers you convenient day, evening, weekend classes, job placement assistance, financial aid for people who qualify as well. So call Fast Train today. You've got nothing to lose but that dead-end job you're in. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. And whatever you do, don't miss the train of opportunity this year. Call them toll-free and change your life for good. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Live, live, and local. Sports Radio 560 QAM. And here's to you, Mr. Garfunkel. Troopers found some pot in your limo. Alright. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God bless you, please, Mr. Garfunkel. There's a hefty fine that you will pay. So, 100 bucks! Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Now you have a criminal record in our police files. In rehab, you could learn to help yourself. Look around you, all you see are dilated eyes. If you're getting stoned, do it in your own home. By the way, speaking of religion, Michael Mayo actually wrote a good column today, Sun Sentinel. You ready for that? Get out. Yeah. Or yesterday's. Anyway, I got it right here. I'm actually going to read it later. How do you like that, Mike? Oh, you go, boy. Oy. That's why that thing about 44% of the Jews in Florida voted for Jeb Bush for governor this last time is enough to make me gag, enough to make me throw away my halavan. 
Speaking of Halavad, did you know that uh, Jules Lieberman, they were interviewing him yesterday on um, George Step on Top of Us on ABC. And he had his wife Hadassah on there with him. And I was wondering if his kids are named like UJA and uh, Knesset. Or Halava and Homantashen. Yeah. Not that he's so Jewish. He's just, uh, he's what most of us don't like about Orthodox Jews. Obnoxious. Speaking of religion again, Miramar pastor charged with stealing church donations. Oy. How can this be? I think you just make these up. I do. Miramar, Florida, pastor's been arrested on charges. He stole more than $50,000 in church donations. Barry R. Young, 51, was on his way to teach Sunday school when he was arrested by Miami-Dade Police economic crimes detectives in the parking lot of the Westview Baptist Church. Young, who's also a chaplain with the Miramar Police Department, was accused by former church members of taking money from a building fund account. Retired Police Lieutenant Willie Golden, then a church administrator, contacted police in April about Young's alleged commingling of his personal checking account with the building funds to divert money. When church committee members raised questions about the account, Young shrugged him off, Golden said. His response was, I'm the pastor, said Golden, who was later fired. Young's assistant, Mary Maycock, declined to comment on the arrest. Miramar police have suspended Young till the criminal case is resolved. Yanya. How do you like that? That's in the Gainesville Sun, no less. <laughs> Maycock. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Now, you're going to keep me abreast of the ones that you're putting down on the list. Because yes. I don't feel like writing these down. I'm busy drinking. We got, we got it. Do you have it? Are you on top of it? We got you. What was the absolute best? Not not, not a whole bunch. That's why I'm trying to like make it clear that we don't. No, I, I don't. I can't stand that. No more. You know what I mean? No more. Yeah, no, right. No more of that. Oh, I got a couple for you. No one. We'll get a one. list. That would be like going going into a restaurant. Okay. That'd be like going into a, a fine restaurant like Ruth Chris, and uh, the waiter comes to take your order, and you say. Uh, well, I think I'll have the steak, uh, well, and the lobster, and I'll have, uh... Oh, like Mr. Creosote. I'll have the lot. Right. With the eggs on top. Just pick one. No. Yes. What was the absolute best movie of the last ten years? 1993 to 2003, and it could be one from right now, since it is an arrow. Ain't it? It is. It's an arrow. It's an arrow. WQAM, hello. Here he is. Is that him? Oh, he's chewing on it. Mm -hmm. He's chewing on a cord. WQAM, hello. Oh, Neil? Yes, sir? Neil, I, I take it you didn't see Mad Dog performance last night on the sports show. On no, I, I did not. I don't watch sports shows, no. Neil, you should have seen him. He was he was out of it, okay? I don't know if he had too much <laughs> drink in the afternoon. Yeah, too many green lizards. up before he went in, but you should have seen him. He was slurring his words. He was losing his train of thought. All right. Excellent. At, at one point, he, he called Jimmy uh, Cephalo, Jimmy Sex, uh, and then he stopped, you know? Jimmy Sexalo? Yeah. I mean, it was the funny. I was actually embarrassed for him, you know? Really? I swear to God. I, I hope other people call you and tell you to call the same thing, and I hope I wasn't imagining things, but I'm telling you what, he was out of it yesterday. I'm, I'm telling you, I, 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 they're probably going to give him a reprimand or something, you know? Come on. I'm telling you, Neil, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. The guy was absolutely, like, over-medicated, or he just had too much to drink in the afternoon, and, and he went to work anyways. I'm not sure if it's the, the uh, Dolphins not making the playoffs or working with Mo all year that's pushed him to drink so much. I think there was a lack of football yesterday, and he had nothing better to do. There you go. Okay, Pally, thanks for the good news. Maybe we'll get right, a tape man. of it. Thanks. Bye. That was a two-hour blowjob. Okay, just calm down. Just relax. See, that's what you get, Mad Dog, for ripping me an ass without mentioning my name on Friday about that Dan LeBastard column. You're so wrong. At least he could have done it, say, Neil's full of crap and uh, people, blah, blah. People have choices. People make choices. Well, that, that's the whole point. People make choices, and if going to baseball games and supporting the team isn't one of them, well, that's fine. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying you got to go, but don't give me all this bull crap about we need the new stadium and everybody's on the bandwagon and we love the Marlins. No, you don't. 
You love anybody who's winning. Roberto Luongo right now is playing so great for the Panthers. If he wasn't in goal, he'd lose every single game. I'm telling you that right now. Every game. Does anybody care? No. Oh, maybe a, a handful of people. Third, yeah, that's man. it. Maybe maybe just a couple of dozen people really care or appreciate it. His play is uh, is unbelievable. Forty, fifty saves a game just standing on his head. You can't beat. They left him alone there the last uh, minute when they had a goalie out for Boston. Try to try to uh, tie the game there at the end the other night. And he's just basically left alone. And he's uh, I felt sorry for him, just standing on his head, pulling him out of his ass. And nobody cares. So don't be giving me this song and dance about, oh, uh, you know, people have choices. Fine. You don't have to support baseball or hockey or anything else if you don't like it. You don't have to spend your hard-earned dollars on something you don't care about. But then don't try to peddle us a song and a dance that, oh, yeah, this is really a big league town and we really care. No, you don't. Just like the Dolphins with that song and a dance about, well, you know, football. That football they had it like uh, the TV station they had to buy up the last few tickets of the Houston game, that home opener, which they lost. Uh, it wouldn't be blacked out. Can you imagine that? Well, what? here's some bad news for it. it says some of those 10-year-olds are taller than George and they're Puerto Rican. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, so watch yourself. Or explain a lot, too. The Queen Mary 2 is in town. Yeah, why, why now? Can you tell me why that's such a big story? I, I don't know. Front page of the newspapers, the Queen Mary hey, sailor. is back in town. He says, during the 6 p.m. news on channels 4 and 7, when they say Queen Mary, are they referring to Bill Kamal or Brian Norcross or both? No, Brian Andrews, actually. Hey, sailor. Can you tell it was his voice? <laughs> that was Brian Andrews. Hey, sailor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bless you. <laughs> How come we don't hear nothing from him anymore, huh? What do you mean? He's... Oh, that's him. He's all hey, over boy, the place. what's that in your mouth? Get out of here, Brian. He's a busy man. Yes, they got the weather furry, they got the news furry, they got a lot of furries at Channel 7. They got the Rick Sanchez show on Channel 6, and they wish he would go back to Channel 7. No, seriously, I'm so depressed that I actually saw that for I'm, a few I'm minutes. really glad you did. Oh, my God. That show, it was just, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, like he's trying to find a reason as to why that show is on the air other than he's the paycheck. I mean, what is, what is the purpose of that show? Is it to entertain, no. inform, no. does it amuse you? No. I mean, it's just horrible, Rick. Go back to sitting on them telephone boots like Bob Mayer, the telephone books, and do uh, being a newsreader and emoting, you know, getting all bent out of shape on Channel 7 News. And, you know, that, right. that's what you do. Roll that's what you do. Do what you do. do. Sweat. Here's the Boston Globe. Now, I'm going to give you all these poll results because we got the big New Hampshire primary tomorrow. And uh, you can look at any of these and, you know, decide whatever you want. Boston Globe, WBZ poll. Right now, Kerry, 38. Dean, 15, Clark, 14%, Edwards, 12, Jew Lieberman, 12, less than 1% for poor Dennis Kucinich with a bad hairpiece, nail sharpened, and 14% undecided. So that's an increase of 3% for Kerry from Thursday and Friday, if you believe the uh, Boston Globe WBZ uh, poll. Got it? Got it. Again, against Bush, now the, the nationwide CNN poll, which was very exciting to see, it showed Kerry, 46, and Bush, 43. In fact, there's another. There's we got polls up the ass, if I can say that. There's another poll nationwide that showed that 52 uh, percent now don't want Bush reelected. You ready for that? Here uh, it is right here. I've been ready. 52 percent don't want to see him reelected. Only five. Right. Yeah. And 44 percent do. How do you like them apples? So it's swinging in the other direction. And also another thing. After the State of the Union speech, almost every president's uh, poll, uh, his approval ratings go up in the polls. Did it happen yeah. this time? No. No, they went down. It went down. See, they're not buying that song in a dance about, well, they have weapons of mass destruction programs, especially now that David Kay and even colon cancer Powell says, uh, well, I might, maybe not. 
He had. In fact, David desires. David Case says not only don't they have them, they never had them. They never had them. Yeah, but How do you he like wanted that? them. He wanted and some. And every single day, including a whole bunch more terrible weekend, uh, your your kids are dying over there for nothing based on lies. Based on a bunch of lies. And the religious fanatic leaders over there say, oh, yeah, we don't uh, we don't like this whole election plan. It's not going to fly this way. It's not going to work. And they also had a piece on CNN about how the women are being repressed now and how pissed off they right. are and fired up. Remember we right. talked about that? Yeah. The women who had equal rights, in fact, they probably had more equal rights with men in Iraq than they do in the U.S., they had fully equal rights with men, not no more, if this new ruling council, if the governing council takes over and gets their way. That's one of the first things in their agenda. Mm -hmm. And you know this Ayatollah Alibaba that's uh, pulling all the Ali strings Baba? right now? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Uh, Does they, he have 40 thieves? They asked the experts. Is it, I hear you don't have 40 thieves. He's got about 30, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that, uh, you know, does he have the ability to uh, to call them all to combat and riot and everything? And the, the experts say yes. And he's holding that back if he doesn't get what he wants. I see. Well, how do you like that? Yeah. Now, here's another uh, poll. This is the CNN. See, I'll give you all, you know, it's like pick one you like. It's like when you take your blood pressure ten different times till you get one a reading that you like. The latest CNN USA Today Gallup poll shows, this is very uh, the very latest as of uh, this moment, Kerry, 38% New Hampshire, 25% for Howard Dean, 12% for Jew Lieberman, Oy! which I don't believe that for a minute. Although, see, keep in mind, independents can vote in New Hampshire, and most of those independents wind up voting Republican in the general election. 10% for Wesley Clark and only 9% for John Edwards. Now, do okay. you believe that poll? I don't. No. I don't know where they're coming up with all that Lieberman number and so on. And, of course, they're all in a frantic frenzy in these last uh, 24 hours before the polls open tomorrow morning. So we'll see. But I do like the fact that Kerry... I'm going to say it again. John Dean... Uh, John Dean. Howard Dean said a lot of things that I love. I think he, uh, he mobilized, energized a lot of people. He got raised all of that money on the Internet. They said that even since that debacle in Iowa, he still raised almost a million dollars on the Internet. That's great. But the fact of the matter is he can't win. He can't beat W. Oh, well. And it's got that has got to be the motto of anybody to the left of Hitler this year is uh, anybody but Bush, A-B-B. Beat the somebody, Bush. Somebody, that's right, beat Bush. Lick Bush. I think even the Cubans will go along with that. Yeah. Some of them, Lick Bush. <laughs> Not the ones necessarily who are hanging out at Westland drilling the glory holes, but some of the other ones might. Not the ones calling us. Five, well, certainly not. Incredible. 5670s. Oh, are we on the air today or what? I thought this other poll was going to get an immediate phenomenal response, and so far, uh, nothing doing. Not much. Oh, it's because you told them they couldn't do a, do a list. And, of course, now that I got this, you know, at the ass end of the cold, even though I feel pretty good and I got most of my voice back, it would be, wouldn't take too much to play the rack, you know what I mean? Or to, to play put some of these bastards on the rack. Or send them to Iraq. You know who was there last night? William H. Macy. Boy, he's great. He is great. That, I guess that's why I couldn't turn it off. There were a lot of people in that room mm -hmm. I like. And then, what's-her-name gave the um, uh, one of the awards for Best Actor? What's Nicole her name? Kidman. Okay. Ugly dress, Nicole. Yes, and uh, Tom Cruise, of course, was one of the nominees. Mm. And you should have seen, he's, he's giving her the look, and she's giving him the eye, and I'm thinking to myself, who are you people kidding, okay? Who are you, Kidman? <laughs> and the best part of it is he didn't win. The worst part of it is Al Pacino did win, and then made that awful, embarrassing. He, he made a fool of himself last night. I mean, if Mad Dog made a fool of himself, we still love him. But Al Pacino, he's losing a lot of points with me. Not that it makes any difference in his book, but I just, what's his problem? I, I think... I hate to say it, but I think he might be an asshole. 
Would that no. be bad, my sin? It might be. Oh. There are talented assholes out there. I hear Robert De Niro's a real asshole. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. 1057, but, you know, that doesn't make them any less great actors. It's just that we look at them and we go, eh, like that. Enterex Diabetic is a truly delicious meal replacement drink that just happens to be made for people living with diabetes. But anybody who wants to cut down their sugar intake is going to enjoy it, too, because it tastes great. It doesn't have that aftertaste uh, like so many of those other substitute drinks. Enterex Diabetic is sweetened with Splenda, which is made from sugar. So, like I said, you won't have any of that crap in your puss. Recommended by doctors and dietitians for people who can't sacrifice proper nutrition just because they're in a hurry. Enterex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides all the essential vitamins and minerals needed for a healthy life, plus fiber and antioxidants, yet it's low in saturated fat and cholesterol. In other words, it's good for you. Enterex Diabetic is also gluten-free and lactose-free, too. An 8-ounce can provides 237 calories of easily digested nutrition. Try Enterex Diabetic once, and I guarantee I'll bet you George's life on it. You'll never go back to whatever you were drinking before. You can pick it up all over town now. Enterex Diabetic at Publix, Walgreens, Eckerd's, Navarro's, Sedano's, CVS, other local pharmacies, too. In fact, the makers of it are so sure you're going to love it that they're giving away free full-size samples. In fact, they got a two-pack now, vanilla and chocolate flavor. Anybody who calls their toll-free number, call 1-866-368-3739. 1-866-368-3739, or faster yet, order online at enterexdiabetic.com. Just click on where it says free samples. Tell them that old Neil sent you by for the delicious one. Get an additional special gift, too, just for mentioning my, my puss. Call 1-866-368-3739. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? I do, I do, I do. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. I think I'm single again. It's hard to believe. I married a friend. Didn't tell me it might seem like a fake. And it wouldn't ease. He was Timberlake. Close to Mary, I know one that's with Miss Aguilera Sassy. Not Britney, baby. Oops, I'm single again. But don't worry, none. My legs didn't open. No, baby, baby. Oops, the gag that we Says they didn't do it. Oh. Mama stepped in there. Oh. She put her foot down, right on it. 1103 at 560 WQAM. The best movie ever, somebody faxes says. Well, of course, that's not the poll question in the last 10 years, but he says ever. Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Okay, we put it down. Got it on there. Now, what do we got, got so far? Magnolia, Requiem, yes. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, yes. and uh, that, Return of the King. Oh, and that's it. So far. I see. What was the absolute best movie one of the past ten years, 1993 to 2003? I am going to watch uh, South Park the movie this week. You'll be pleased to know. Very good. Yes, gave I will be pleased. We'll never get back. Bear in mind, it's a musical. No, it's all right. It's for you. It's yeah. a musical, so uh, just understand that when you go in, go into it. Understand what? That it's a musical. They have funny songs. It's a musically formatted. So what's wrong with that? Nothing. Just some people are put off by musicals, and I'm wondering. Oh, Jesus, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. See. Yeah. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Don't let me forget that Michael Mayo column. I won't. It's only the end of January, and he's already written one good column this year. We might actually get two or three this year, Mike. Oh. Nice going, baby. Might set a record. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, I'd like to speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil. I got yes. another one to add to that poll for um, that guy that uh, killed that guy. Yeah. You take away his um, citizen, um, senior citizen card. Make him pay full price. Oh, Excellent hey. choice. Thanks, Pally. Yeah, take away all his senior citizen discounts. Not good enough. 193 votes on that poll. We'll take it down to 1130. It's not getting like a phenomenal response because uh, most people don't give a crap. I guess it's par for the course. I'm right. just not used to it. Living in a civilized place most of the year, I'm just not used to that crap. Just take you I, back. I can't stand it no more, you know? What should happen to Seymour Shuss, the 69-year-old Broward man, who uh, fatally punched the 74-year-old man in Tamarack at a discount movie theater? Keep in mind the operative word there, discount. Make him live with Mo 53. What a sh uh, you can't beat Mo. Absolutely. What a surprise, huh? Not I can try. Long jail sentence 48. Please do. I'd love to see it. Everybody hates him, man. How no, how would you feel if you came in every day to work? Yeah. And and knew that everybody hates you. I'd probably blow my brains out. Would you really? No. Oh man. I'd probably just be a miserable. And not person. only that, but every place you've ever been, it's been the same. No matter where you go, and you look, you gotta look in the mirror, and first they're off, you take off that horrible hairpiece, but you look in the mirror, even the muskrat up there can't stand you. I would probably live my life in denial. Oh. <laughs> with Cleopatra? Right. Make him live with Mo, 58, a fate worse than death. Long jail sentence, 50. Make him live the rest of his life with George's mother and mine. About 30, man. 30. Nothing. It was an accident in 23. 11.2% of you. Probably old cockers out there. Do old cockers have computers? Uh, some, yeah. They might. They might be, they might be cruising on there. You never know. They might be trolling for, uh, prune juice. <laughs> Death penalty 17. Take away a sweet and low 15. Make him live the rest of his life with Neil's mother 7. And your mama's starting to catch up, George. She's got four. You go, ma. You go, ma. 205. 11.30 will change that poll. We're building our list now. Best movie the last 10 years. And this is, like I said last week, it's something actually useful we can do because opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. But in this particular case, um, you know, we might accomplish something. Give some people an idea. Plus, it'll be good for the economy. You go out to your local video store, which hopefully won't be Blockbuster. No. Which reminds me, I got a Blockbuster story here somewhere in my pile if I can find a goddamn thing. Oh, don't say goddamn. Can't say that. Jesus Christ. If I can find a gosh dang thing. Blockbuster sued for porn on PG movies. Oh, How do you hey. like that? Really? Woodbury, New Jersey. A couple who says their four-year-old daughter saw hardcore pornography on a PG-rated movie tape from Blockbuster has sued the video company. The plaintiffs who were not identified said the footage appeared on Home Alone 3 tape. Rented, well, sometimes Home when you're Home Alone, there's some uh, you know stuff that goes on. On a Home Alone 3 tape rented April 7th from a Glassboro store. The pornographic material allegedly appeared for 10 minutes after the movie credits for the 1997 film. Oh, my God. According to the lawsuit, squirt, squirt, filed in Superior Court, Blockbuster had a responsibility and a duty to inspect, monitor, and ensure the quality and propriety of all video products purchased by its customers. Randy Hargrove, a spokesman for Dallas-based Blockbuster, Inc., said Friday that the company does not carry X or NC-17 rated movies and depends on renters to return the tape in the same condition it was given to them. Unfortunately, there are those rare instances when someone will abuse that privilege and damage one of our tapes, he said. So you think it was like a little little funny that they pulled? Yeah, it was funny. 
Well, I think it's kind of cute. And it's a four-year-old girl. She ain't got to know what it's all about. She, in fact, she might look at it and say... You call that a penis? Yeah, she might have said that. I'll or maybe like a Renna Macaulay Culkin movie. Here's a fax that says, I heard on public radio that David Kay has no doubt that... Uh, didn't we just get you talking about this? Yes. I mean, yeah, President Washington's got... Bad no, teeth, no, no, too, no. They're, okay? they're trying to make a point there. Uh, I well, I'll the get to interview. it, but it just pisses me off when they start with something. I, number one, just got through talking about. Number two, they've been on, on this all weekend long. It's been on our, our website. It says what really gets me is when he uh, added to it that he believes that President Bush, uh, re uh, what does it say? Received. Received faulty and shoddy info from the CIA. Yeah. Well, what a concept. Is this going to be Bushmeister's way out? I thought David Kay was on our side. It says whatever that means. I don't know what that means. Keep an eye on this. The cover-up continues. Thanks. You're the best, uh, says Donna and Del Rey. Oh, and Greg hates you. Thanks a lot, Donna. I heard the same and interview. And it's like, oh, I don't think the president Greg hates Greg hate you. stuff up. I beg your pardon? That David K. thing. He says, yeah. That, yeah, he's blaming it on the CIA, not the president. He doesn't think the president was lying. You see, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference. I mean, there, there's a shadow of difference there, but the, the fact of the matter is that it was incompetence. And just to make a bunch of crap up and to top it all off. And, of course, we know that they were under pressure, the CIA. We've already heard that from George Tenet. We already know that. Yes. That they were being pressured to put together a case because, they, I mean, see, this is what wears me out. I know there's a lot of stupid people running around. But we have already know that they had the plan to attack Iraq. In fact, the day on and hours after 9-11 happened, Rumsfeld was urging them already to get the plans ready for the Iraq attack. So they could so they could carry out a plan they already had right when they got elected before they got elected 1999. I mean, if we didn't have so many goddamn stupid people running around, just like the guy that called before was talking about, uh, you know, with the religion thing, it's, it's tragic, so tragic. People who are just so narrow, who never go anywhere, who don't know what the whole world is all about, and that God thing, man. When are you going to give it up already? When are you going to give up the bull crap? Stop living like a bunch of little children. With Sandy Claus. Oh, line nine is ringing. That's always my very favorite. QAM, hello. Office space for the best What is it? Office space. No, huh? What are you Office space. <laughs> yeah, you need some office space, man. In a rubber room somewhere. Maybe with Sheridan. WQAM, hello. Hello, how are you doing, Uncle Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, I didn't watch the Golden Globes last night, and I was channel surfing, and I happened to go through CNN... And yeah. they had a campaign rally for John Kerry, and I never really heard him. And he isn't much to look at, but I'll tell you, he actually seemed pretty personable, and he had uh, answers to questions right away. He didn't need a three-by-five index card. Right. And uh, as much as I didn't know too much about him more before, I think that he might possibly be, but he's going to have to get uh, even Parker Edwards on the ticket. But uh, he seems like he might possibly be the only possible. No, I, I say I say Bob Graham for VP, man. That's the key. Yeah, Bob, Bob Graham would be a good choice. I didn't even think of that again. But uh, Kick-ass in Florida. Yeah, he was able to stand on his feet and answer questions right away, and uh, he just got to get a better hairpiece. <laughs> maybe he can borrow Dennis Kucinich's. Or maybe he can borrow one of most. That could be. Have a great day, Pally. Bye. Nothing wrong with Kerry. He's a little scary looking, no question about that. Saving Private Ryan, somebody says, best movie in the last ten years. How did Shakespeare and Love beat this movie out for the Academy where they want to know? They're outraged, obviously. And <laughs> No, no notable mentions, please. <laughs> they can't stop. No. 
Oh, they can't. Man, oh man, I, they, I, I go out of my way. I go through a long speech like I'm, like I'm teaching kindergarten or something matter. with a bunch of little kids, and it doesn't make any difference. They just will not. I can't stop. Stop with the lists. I don't want a list. Let's get, uh, you know, eight million people's opinion as opposed to one person with eight million uh, a list. Should change the question to accommodate them. I see. The question should read, how what many the movies best can you movies name? movies of the last half no, hour? Not even best, just how many movies can you name? <laughs> there you go. In fact, we'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, keep, we'll keep you on the air until you run out. How's that? All right. <laughs> By the way, speaking of uh, interesting things, and it's about time we did something, because this station is dying, man. It's like being on the Titanic. You can feel us going down. Uh, even with that bogus book, we're just we're losing it. Nice going, Greg. You're killing us. But we got the hot couples contest coming back with uh, sometime this week. We're gonna have another one, so be prepared for that. Start snapping them snapshots, okay? Start popping it. Yeah, nudity is highly encouraged. You know, I love Katrina, but her mom could use some help. You know what I mean? Because I look at this log and I wonder to myself, how much thought, how many seconds did she think when she was making this log out? But nevertheless, I'll tell you again, balance for life is the way to lose that weight, the painless, the easy, the delicious way, as opposed to a lot of other complicated, maybe even dangerous diet programs that don't work. And why is it so easy? Because the people at Balance for Life figure out the glycemic values of the carbs. They prepare delicious, fresh goodies, nothing frozen, no additives, no chemicals, and it really is good for you. And that's all you have to do. There's plenty of food in your black sack to keep you happy all day long so you won't be snacking and cheating. In fact, there are three delicious meals and two snacks in your sack every day. There's nothing like having a snack in the sack. And they give you that menu once a week you fill out. You choose have two choices for each meal every day that you're on a program. These are the only people with this kind of a program that let you choose between two for every meal and snack on a program. So if you're tired of being fat, if you're tired of being gigantic and having no energy and wearing pup tents for clothing, this could be the thing you've been searching for for a long time, Balance for Life. It's so simple, even anybody can do it, even me. Call 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229. Or check them out on the web at balanceforlife.com. I guarantee if you stick with it, you'll start seeing results within just a matter of days on that scale. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Play with these titties. It's NBC's new hit reality series, The Ultimate Job Interview. The Apprentice, starring billionaire Donald Trump. Here's a business to please. If your boss asks you if you want to have sex with him in his apartment, he only shows kings and presidents, you say, In business, you have to speak your mind. Don't be afraid to be heard or express an opinion. I have something to say. I don't feel comfortable agreeing to sleep with you. You're fired. Isn't that against the law, Mr. Trump? Two words for your sweet cheeks. Fired. Isn't that one word? You're fired. The Apprentice. All right, here's a business tip, guys. You see my hair? Horrible hair. Dead cat. Doesn't matter. Women across the world want me. Know why? I'm worth billions. You, good-looking black guy, how do you do with the ladies? I do pretty well. No, you don't. You're nothing. Let's ask the ladies. Ladies... If you had to pick which one of us to go to bed with, who would it be? Good-looking poor black guy or billionaire with dead cat hair? Dead cat hair guy! Thought so. I love New York. The Apprentice on NBC. 1119. You know, I actually saw that the other day for the first time. Yeah. I saw some of that. And I'm really sorry I did. Yeah. <laughs> I never, liked him the, I never liked him in the first place. I'm not uh -oh. one of these people who's in awe of people that got tons of money. Like Ted Turner, who's basically, there's a lot of good things, but he's a moron. Right. Or like Bill Gates, who is a little wimpy quizzling. Nebbish. Right. 
And then, like, uh, this guy, and George Steinbrenner's another one, but Donald yeah. Trump don't impress me at all. Would I, I like to have his money? Him. Sure, who the hell wouldn't? But that show, have, have you seen? Uh, yeah. It's I mean, you know what it's all about? His ego? No, it's about humiliation. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, America doesn't want to show too much sex on TV because then the FCC will yank everybody's license and uh, take away all their marbles. So the closest thing we can get to, like, seeing real S&M is the humiliation thing, which is why you got Survivor and uh, what's the one where they got to eat the worms and the cramp? Oh, Fear Factor. Fear Factor, all of that garbage. Who's going to, you know, uh, who's going to stab who in the back? Now, that's that's what it's all about now. Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, it's like uh, Donald Trump is playing Mrs. Robinson, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's Oh, bad. he was there last night, too, Dustin Hoffman. How come they didn't have a big standing ovation for him, I wonder? That's right. Very underrated. Even Tom Cruise gave him like a little, I don't know, a little look. Boy, here's an article you're going to love from the India to the Times of India. Bush stole the presidential election, says Tony Blair's wife. In a forthright view that's likely to embarrass her husband, Sherry Blair, wife of Prime Minister Tony Blair, is reported to have observed that George W. Bush stole the U.S. presidential election from Al Gore. And she is... Absolutely correct. Ma'am. Sherry Blair still believed that Bush had stolen the White House from Gore, author Philip Stevens wrote in his book, Tony Blair, The Making of a World Leader. Although Tony Blair was pragmatic about Bush's victory, Mrs. Blair was far less sanguine about the Supreme Court decision that gave him the keys to the White House. She believed Al Gore had been robbed of the presidency and was hostile to the idea of her husband cozying up to the new president. Even as they flew to Washington for their first meeting with a presidential couple, Mrs. Blair was no mood to curry favor, the book stated. The book's disclosures of Mrs. Blair's forthright views will cause embarrassment in Downing Street because of Blair's good working relations with Bush and the Foreign and Commonwealth Office, although they will not surprise officials or ministers who knew her well. How do you like that? She's a lot smarter than he is. You go, girl. Yeah. I say Sheree Blair for uh, Prime Minister, for the Queen. She, maybe she can be the new Queen. Here's our Cuban, our one Cuban Democrat in Miami who says, Long-time listener, by the way, thank you for that excellent link to the conspiracy theory info. Shame on you. You better hide. The Bush people are probably on their way to get you. Well, bring them on. You know, bring them on. <laughs> That's the new deal with everybody. Bring them on. You notice Kerry is doing that thing now, too? Yeah. Bring them on. Okay, let's uh, wrap up this other poll and get the other one on there. What do you say? All right. Well, we don't have many on there because I've been rambling, but that's okay. I sound, you know, almost human. I bet you by tomorrow I'll have the last vestiges of all this snot out of my system. Hot, hot showers. It, it's on the way out. It, it's almost yeah. gone, but it's that, it's that room right there. You're going to be sick again soon. Hank I know, was telling me he had this crud for three weeks. The humper had it for three the weeks. Microphone. And, of course, you know, when you have this crud, you stay inside a lot. So, you know what mm. Hank was doing for three weeks? <coughs> Probably picking out. <coughs> Got nothing else to do. You can't leave the house. Can't go to the titty bars. You can't go to the track. You just stay inside, and you're like <laughs> picking out. Lose an ounce, Hank, please. I love you, baby. You're, but you're, oh, man, just bursting out all over. I keep telling these guys, and they all thank me. Mad Dog, Joe Rose, the Humper, they've all taken my advice. Just forget about management. They're not going to get any smarter. Just take the money right to the bank. And they all agree. What's not to like? But you, you know. got to stay around. you got to stick around and live long enough to enjoy it, right? Right. Speaking of that, what should happen to Seymour Shust, that 69-year-old guy? Make him live with Moe, 70. Long jail sentence, 63. Make him live the rest of his life with George's mother and Neil's mother, 33. Nothing, it was an accident. You know how many say that? About 30, man. Yeah, shame on you. Accident, my fat ass. 12% say that. Take away a sweet and low, 24. Death penalty, 19. That was my vote. Fry his ass. 
make him live the rest of his life with Neil's mother, seven, and make him live the rest of his life with Jorge's mama, y tu mama también, cinco. Now, there would be a reality show. Out of 251. Y tu mama también? No, both our mothers in the same room. Oh, my God. How long would that last? How many seconds Five would that last? About 30, man. Wow. Okay, here's the fax that says, first, my cousin Vinny should be up there, best in the last ten years, it says. You see my cousin Vinny? Yeah, I thought it was adequate. <laughs> it was better than I thought it would be. How's that? <coughs> oh, and speaking of Sofia Coppola, because this, this other thing here with the most recent deaths, Sofia Coppola, her nose has sprouted. It's grown like Ooh. triple what it used to be. It used to be gigantic. Right. Now it is like, talk about, please big size that one for me. Her nose grew a nose. Wow. She must have taken that right on down to the 7-Eleven and had her them biggie size it. You know, she's got the money to fix it. Yeah, but when people like you would then say, oh, see that? She had a nose job. Yeah, no. Plus, you know what? Fair. Even if she fixed her nose, she'd still be grotesque. Plus, she's probably getting laid plenty, man. A lot more yeah, than you I'm are. Sure, I know. Guaranteed. Really? Italia Coppola, mother of filmmaker Francis Ford Coppola and actress Talia Shire, whom I love. She's great. And grandmother of act, act, oh, look at that. The grandmother of actor Nicolas Cage. Yes. Did you know that? Yes. Who appeared in two of Coppola's films, One from the Heart and The Godfather Part Two, who published a cookbook, Mama Coppola's Pasta Book, Mamma Mia, and whose images uh, grace a line of pasta and sauces named for her nickname, Mamarella. Died January 21st in L.A., home of natural causes. She was 91. That's old enough, 91. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Ron Crickenberger. He was the political director of the Libertarian Party. Right. He died January 20th of melanoma in Washington, age 48. Boy, this is depressing. It's the death segment. Ray Rayner, legendary Chicago TV host. He was also, um, we never heard of him. Do you ever hear of him? No. Hosted the Rayner Shine, Popeye's Firehouse, Little Show. Best, oh, I see. Best known as clown Oliver O. Oliver on WGN's Bozo the Circus, which was very big. Died January 21st of pneumonia. This home in Fort Myers, he was 84. That was old enough. Dean Miller, actor best known for playing Matt Henshaw, Spring Byington, son-in-law in the TV comedy series December Bride. He died of cancer in Gross Point, Michigan, January 13, age 75. This is great. Thanks. They ought to update us with this every day. Yes. Like Rainieri used to do that thing off the AP wire with the, uh, what he used to do? The birthday, the birthday list. list. We'll do the death, death list. Day list. Oh, yeah, because we're a bunch of bastards on this show. Albert Henderson, character actor who appeared in a number of notable films, including Serpico, Coogan's Bluff, The Postman Always uh, Dings Twice, and Big Top Pee-wee, and was a regular on the TV series Car 54, where our Jew played Officer O'Hare, no kin to Francis O'Hare, died in L.A. at the age of 88. And John Siomos. For a minute there, I thought it said John Stamos. That would be bad. Wouldn't that be bad? Yeah, well, whatever. Now, what do you mean by that? He's not old enough to be dying yet. No, but... uh, It hey. wouldn't bother you if Blackie died? No, Shame on you, man. Rock drummer who can be heard on recordings such as Hello, It's Me by Todd Rundgren, and that's the way I've always heard it could be by Carly Simon. Best known as drummer for Peter Frampton, 72 to 78. He was found dead January 16 in his Brooklyn apartment of unknown causes, age 56. There you go. There's today's celebrity death list oh! on the Neil Rogers Show. I like that. We can make a regular feature out of that. Show enough. Huh? Why the hell not? Okay, when we come back, let's start for serious getting some names on this list. What was the absolute best movie that you'd recommend? One, Solamente Uno, of the past ten years, 1993 to 2003. What do we got so far? Let's uh, Schmidt can this other poll here, Eric. I don't want to get pushy, but I think we got the message. Make uh, old, uh, what's his name, Seymour Shuss is moving in with Mo. Absolutely. I, can just, I can't wait to see that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, and if Mo, that's right. And if Mo should look at him cross-eyed, just a few of those would be good. 
27 after 11 at 560 WQAM. I'll tell you one thing. If you don't get a good night's sleep, you wake up in the morning and you feel like you haven't slept at all. That's why your mattress is so important. Most people don't really appreciate a great mattress, as Bob Lassiter used to say. Remember he used to say appreciate? Well, you should. Anyway, Dollar Mattress knows that it's important to everybody with a brain to get a good night's sleep, and that's why they give you only the best merchandise. No off-brands, no crap. And now, Dollar Mattress is proud to add Stearns & Foster to their already strong championship lineup. Stearns & Foster is the finest mattress made in America, and you can sleep on one as soon as tonight if you call that toll-free number like all of us at QM have done, 1-800-MATTRESS. And Dollar Mattress also carries all the other top names in the world, too. They got your Sealy and Serta, Simmons King Coil Tempur-Pedic, too. You can choose from dozens and zillions of models at low, unbeatable, everyday discount prices today and every day, even next circus. And only Dollar Mattress gives you that two-hour delivery window when it's convenient for you any day of the week, seven days from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. So all of these things put together, low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, you got to be crazy to go to your bedding and department store and get ripped off. The only smart way to get you a great night's sleep is calling Dollar Mattress, which I've been doing for years. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or online, it's Mattress.com. Live and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. I'm inside the behind the true Hollywood celebrity music biography profile story. Salt and Pepper made Push It one of the biggest dance club songs of the 80s. And to this day, scholars still debate one of music history's toughest questions. What could the song have possibly been about? Sadly, I don't know if we'll ever really get to the bottom of what this song was trying to convey to the listener. Pop music historian Peter Principal. I mean, push it. This can mean any number of things. Push the door open, for example. Yes, push that door open real good. Push the button on that home appliance of yours. Push the button real good. Push the stuffing further into the turkey. You see how deliciously open to interpretation this song is? But one renegade journalist... Rolling Stone rock critic Matthew Britney's pelvis has shaken the music industry with his allegations that Push It could be about the insertion of the penis firmly into the vagina. Hey, I've looked at that song from every possible direction. Then it hit me. Christ Almighty, this song is about f***ing. And Oh, please, Matthew Britney's pelvis is nothing but a bitter failed writer who wants to revive his career with these accusations of Push It being about the act of sexual congress. <laughs> Next thing you know, he'll be saying all those rap songs about entering women from behind are actually about entering women from behind. Alas, we may never know for certain what Push It was all about. Only one thing is for certain. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business tonight on Inside the Behind. And I have no idea what I meant by that. I'll bet you didn't. 11.32, 28 till noon. We got the Mad Dog at 2 this afternoon. The Humper at the Super Bowl in Houston at 4. 6.30, it's Panther Preview. Panthers at the Rangers at 7. That should be a pushover. Nice goal, by the way, with that first Yarmor Yager <laughs> game for the Rangers. It was tight, 9-1. to 9-1, to they get buried by Ottawa. Eddie Kay after the hockey game and Joe and Mark overnight. Roberto Luongo ought to be like the athlete of the year already in South Florida. Does anybody care? No. They don't even know who that is. Very sad. Who? See what I'm saying? Good Italian kid. Ira, who brought us lunch today, wants us to hoard a station. No problem. Any time for you, Ira. No problem at all. Atlantic City Subs presents Super Sub Bull Extravaganza. Gourmet Sub Platter. Homemade Beach Bum Brownie Platter for all you brownie hounds. A large Caesar salad platter. 
a bag of famous homemade croutons, and $10 in Atlantic City Subs certificate feeds up to 15 people only $99.95 at Atlantic City Subs right now. They do have good croutons, too. They have great cro- or cro- or croutons. You can call them at 954-986-8811, 986-8811, or they're at 3355 Sheridan Street in Hollywood, half mile west of I-95 on Sheridan Street, not too far from where we used to be when we were at the IOD. Right. On a real radio but station almost. Even the Buddy Bud Paxson days, I know, I don't want to start reminiscing. They weren't all that bad, you know what? I know. We had our problems. We had, you know, we had Ron and Ron, and we had the engineers, <laughs> but engineers are always assholes. What that was his name? Roy! Pressman. And Mad Max. but uh, And then, of course, we had Tommy Kramer, who did mm. not do drugs in the 60s and 70s. Right. Got some good news for the Dean people, by the way. We're going to South Carolina yeah. and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Anyway, uh, what did I tell you about the polls? Sooner or later, you'll find one you like. Democratic presidential contender John Kerry holds a shrinking three-point lead, only three, (laughs) over Howard Dean on the eve of the New Hampshire primary, according to a Reuters MSNBC Zogby poll released today. In other words, five minutes ago, it was like, let's see, 35 to 15 was like 20. Now it's only 3%. Dean shaved four points off Kerry's advantage. Well, let's see, this is another poll. It's never, Kerry leads Dean 31 to 28 percent in the new poll. John Edwards is uh, jumping three points to narrowly trail Wesley Clark for third place, 13 to 12 percent. Jew Lieberman remains static at nine percent. Don't give us no static, Mr. Lieberman. Coxahoyce. There is no question the race has tightened up pollster John Zogby said Dean stopped the bleeding in the middle of the week. <laughs> and he has slowly, be- and he has slowly regained some of the support he had lost. Dean's favorable, well, listen, I have no problem with him other than the fact I don't think he can win. And they're gonna, If you think they made a monkey out of him so far, just wait. I, I think that they're salivating. They're just licking each other's chops there in the White House. All those uh, Nazi bastards are goose-stepping around. they got the full gear on, the full uh, SS Why, gear. over that, over the scream? No, they're That's salivating, over the, they're hoping that he gets nominated. Because why? Because, because they, he screamed. Because they can scare the people. Not just, let me say to you again, which you seem to be forgetting. I said it on Friday. I'll say it again. He lost Iowa. He came in a dismal third with 18 percent. Yeah. Okay. That was before any. That was before any scream, before any wild speech, before all of these things. Yeah. What's Iowa? Pretty goddamn important, unfortunately. I, uh, I don't get. Especially it. when you're leading by a humongous margin. His performance in the debates was deplorable. It was pathetic. And not to not only that, but now that he trotted his wife out, all I can say about Ooh, her is. Oh, I gotta play that bit again a few times. <laughs> Give me a break. Play it now. Man. Huh? You wanna play it right yeah, now? Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't handle the pressure here. I'm a little under the weather, folks. Well, I'm, I'm serious. She, she, uh. <laughs> man. And now, a word from Howard Dean's wife. Hi. Hello there. I'm Dr. Judith Steinberg, wife of presidential candidate Howard Dean. You can call me Judy. Not Judge Judy. That's that different miskite. People want to know why I'm hardly ever on campaign trail with Howie. Hey, did you get a good look at me in Iowa? I scared the crap out of myself. I make Frau Fabissa look like a Shana Poonam. <laughs> Stop me if I'm bombarding you with too much Yiddish, eh? Anyway, Howie says after I showed up, his numbers drop it. Know what I say? That's a bunch of Michigas. For those of you who don't capish the Yiddish, that means crap. Howie's a good guy. 
though he's what you might call a loose cannon. He's got a pretty bad temper on him. I remember one time, one of our kids left a cap off of the toothpaste. I thought he was going to blow a gasket. The veins popped out in his head, and that white spit strings were gone in the corners of his mouth. He went with sugar. I spent 23 years with this Shagitz. Most of the time he's a mensch, but on occasion, I hate him. I think my husband Howie would make for a very good president. One of the things I'm a little P.O.'d about is that Howie doesn't let us have a TV. I want to watch Sex in the City, I get to schlep down to campaign headquarters or to the Kroger's to watch on some tiny black and white set. I have never seen any program in color, so I'm no Jackie Kennedy. Hell, if you look at me, I'm no Ted Kennedy. I don't wear makeup. I'm like a whisker away from being Amish. Don't expect to see much more of me during the campaign. The only reason I'm addressing you today is because I was able to chew through my restraints. Anyway, Gazakazunt. That's Yiddish for Dr. Judith Steinberg. Over and out. Paid for by the committee to elect John Kerry president. <laughs> that line about, what does she say, my hair's breath away from being an Amish? Something. That's a beauty. She's not. In fact, who's the bigger Miskite, her or Hadassah Lieberman? Oh, Man. what's a Miskite? Ooh-wee. Grotesque, I see. Dean's favorable ratings crept back up this week, but almost... See, this is what bothers me a lot. Almost half of likely New Hampshire voters still think it's unlikely he can beat President Bush. A crucial issue is Democrats look at in November's general election. There are still some very serious doubts about whether he can beat President Bush. <laughs> Zogby said of Dean, who gained five points in the new poll, while Kerry gained one point, and Edwards jumped three points. <laughs> the other candidates stayed level. Wesley Clark ain't going nowhere. Nope. I'm sure Bubba ain't too happy about that. Bubba was at the Macarena yesterday in front of hundreds of cheering fans. And he basically said, well, we already know it, that this president is a moron, is what he said. In fact, they quoted in the article about it. I got it here somewhere. Um, one Republican, one Bush supporter who said, where the hell is it? Uh, I just kept thinking that it, of President Bush up there trying to talk like that, said registered Republican Tim McClellan, 48, of Pompano Beach. I just couldn't picture it. Clinton is really articulate. How do you like that? Yeah. In other Good. words, they know that what we got now is like that. So what are you mm. thinking about, Tim? Huh? Let's get rid of once and for all, okay? <laughs> Chronic compulsive liar who's sacrificing American lives right now as we speak. It's worth it. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Liar, liar, it's on the things on fire. Okay, well, once we come back from the break, then we're going to get heavy duty into a million calls because I know we're lagging on the second poll because a lot of people don't want to vote yet because they don't like whatever the movies are up there. See what I'm saying? We only got 18 votes. And that's because we only got like seven or eight movies on there. Saving Private got, Ryan's got seven. My cousin Vinny's got three. Is that a Guido movie? Yes. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Like I said, a Guido movie. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, all of these things, two. Magnolia's got a pair. Office Space, two. Glengarry Glen Ross, one. That's George. And recommend for Dream One. Did you vote for Glengarry Glen Ross? Yes. All right. Don't forget, always be closing. ABC. <laughs> 20 till noon at 560 WQM. Hey, I'll tell you one thing, speaking of dieting, which everybody and their brother talks about it, and if you're on the Atkins, which, believe you me, when he was alive, he didn't get this much publicity. Oh, guess what? Well, I better not do it now when I'm doing the spot. Okay. Because they might carry it. Remember I told you about those Atkins Indulge bars? There's an Atkins Indulge ice cream. <laughs> All I would suggest to you is don't indulge too much. Anyway. Delights has got all kinds of good stuff. They got breads and bagels, cookies and crackers, chips and brownies, chocolates, their own ice cream, pasta, sauces, ketchup and cheesecakes, all low carb, sugar free. If you're on any of those diets, whether it's the South Beach diet, the Atkins, the Scatkins, the uh, Suzanne Summers, whatever it might be. 
And guess what? The coast is clear now because finally, after all these years, they've announced uh, low carb isn't all bad. It's not dangerous no more. All of a sudden, Delights is open every day, seven days a week from 10 till 10, and you can always try anything in the store before you buy it. they got a friendly staff that knows dieting inside and out, and they have the most complete line of Atkins Brands products anywhere. They're on sale today, next to Purim, and all day every day. So if you're on one of those low-carb diets, here's a store that will really please you because they've got the variety that will keep you satisfied on your low-carb diet for a long time. Delights of West Boca, it's on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market. Call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB, or on the web you'll find them at low-carb, that's with a W, low-carb.com. Don't forget, there's only one Delights of West Boca, it's your official Atkins Retail Center. <laughs> Sports Radio 560, QAM. In theaters now, Lord of the Onion Rings. You're a fat idiot. Give me some food. I want food. Cheeseburgers, pizza, onion rings. Loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. Chopping onions can be a chore. He's fat and stupid. I'm not fat. Shut up. Lord of the Onion Rings. Your good friend is morbidly obese. Damn, dude, I'm huge. I want to gain so much weight, Richard Simmons comes to my front door. Can, can, I, can I show you a, a, a little magic? You're sick. That's disgusting. 11.46, 14 till noon at 5.60. Okay, let's get this thing going for serious now, okay? What do you say? Okay. Okay. You think? Okay. What was the absolute best movie in the last 10 years from 1993 to 2003? We've only got a short list so far because we've been dicking around here with a lot of important stuff. A lot of uh, stuff that's going to change the world. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, a dozen. My Cousin Vinny, 12. Saving Private Ryan, 10. Glengarry Glen Ross, 8. Glengarry Glen, or Glen Hill. Office Space 4. Requiem for a Dream for Magnolia's only got two and Payback, which I didn't even know we put it on there, has got none out of 52. I'm working ahead. You're getting How come Magnolia does so poorly? No. I mean, comment. is my taste really that bad? Yes. What is that all about? And don't st don't start with the ending again. Okay, I won't. I mean, if, if people would ask you, should I go see that movie? You know, you would say, should I no? Movies like Magnolia and, and <clears throat> Happiness aren't widely popular. You didn't let me finish the question. I'm sorry. If somebody were to ask you, would you recommend that I rent or buy that movie and watch it, what would you say? I would say yes. Well, Shawshank Redemption, was that within the last ten years? I don't know. Uh, oh. But uh, we got a fact checker in the other room over here. Uh, really? Yeah. I got my big book, and a good part of this is I don't have to look up the reviews in this one nasty, uh, this British time. Yes, 94. I 1994. Shawshank Redemption. And by the way, if Jason used to work at our station, still is listening, which I doubt. I still haven't watched it, and I'll never find it again. Don't anybody ever loan me a book, a videotape, anything, if you ever expect to see it again. I can't stand no, that. That's why I just, I, I just don't like give it. you the movie. Here, South Park, just keep it. I will. Okay. You'll never see it again. That's fine. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. QAM, hello. Yeah, it's just Neil. Yes, sir, speaking. Yeah, I got one for the poll. The usual right. suspects. What is it? The usual suspects. Usual suspects is good. Thanks, Pally. Thanks, In fact, that's... I'm not really I'm not really sure it is good. Didn't I uh it say was I good. Well, no, I don't think you actually saw it yet. I didn't? No. Who's in it? Kevin Spacey, uh Benicio del Toro, um what's his name, that other guy? Oh, the other guy. Yeah. Uh huh. I forget his name. Poopy Compost. Yeah. Poopy Compost. Wouldn't 
Anyway, usual suspect. I know it's in the other room. I got it in my uh, rack. Yeah, it's, it's in the rack. It's, it's good. Maybe Not I'll watch that today, right after uh, South Park, the movie. You think? Uh, maybe. You tell me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. In fact, what I should do? What's that one that I like with uh, Matt Damon? Well, Matt, I'll tell you, the talented Mr. Ripley was good. You wouldn't like it because you say it's a fag movie. I, I didn't say it's a fag movie. Other people did. I never saw it, so how could I? It say is that? a fag movie, but there have been other movies that you've liked that were fag movies too. There were. Yes, I forget that there was one in particular, and oh, it, it just it catches you, man, with your pants down, so to speak. You would like this movie. Jude Law's in it. Okay. What's not to like? I'll watch Great, it. great, beautiful uh, scenery in, in Italy, man, in uh, Roma. Of course, never having been to Rome, being a schlepper oh, that hey. you are, you don't appreciate it quite as much as I do. I haven't seen Cold Mountain. That's the new Jude Law movie that's okay, out right Cold now. Okay, Cold Mountain. Get that on there, man. Well, it's, it's, it's out, it's right, out now. right now. He got nominated for that last right. night. Did he win? No. No. He's great. Jude Law is excellent. I want to see it. And I'll say it again. If you, I, I just, I, I don't know how they do it. It's like ABBA. Who didn't speak any English? There were mm -hmm. Swedes who, uh, uh, Swedish girls who spoke nothing but Swedish. Right. And all of their music is in perfect English. Right. They no also, accent. They did mute their same songs in French and Spanish as well. In Espanol. Si. Si. But uh, and the same with Jude Law. He speaks with a very, very heavy English accent. He's a Brit, of course. Give you the Schmidt. And uh, in the movies, he doesn't unless he's supposed to, of course. But like right. in Talented Mr. Ripley, there is no accent at all. Now, how do you just lose it like that? It's called acting. I see. What a concept. I know. WQM, hello. Neil? Yes, ma'am. Hi, I got one for your poll. A lady already, and it's not even noon on Monday. Oh, right. right. Oh, Neil, uh, bowling for Columbine. Outstanding. Yes, and they should, don't you think that everybody should be required to see that in the high school? They should be forced, you know, like in a clockwork orange, they should prop their eyes open with toothpicks and force them to watch it for <laughs> hey, Neil, I have, I have two for your own recreational viewing. Um, Boondock Saints with William Defoe. Okay. And the devil's Wait playground on. about the Amish people gone bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have a great one, Neil. You too. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye. Well, she was sure bubbly and effervescent. Well, I like that a lot. I mean, she was no Charlize Theron, but you never know. You never do know. Send a picture. Send honey. some uh, pictures, right? Oh, she was very nice. And it's so unusual that we have a lady caller anymore now that we're doing the screenless all year. But that, that's okay because the ratings showed how many women we got. About 30, man. That's all right. That'll be enough to keep you busy for a while. And Josh. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line sixty eight votes and look what's leading Lord of the Rings Return of the King look at my thing seventeen I mean I just that, like Indiana Jones you know that yeah. those are not movies that I would watch those aren't for you no Lord of the Rings Big, is that a movie I would watch movies with like heroes I mean I like Star Trek Star Trek or Star Wars did I say Star Trek? I I, Star so. Wars? Oh, excuse me. I'm so Well, I like Star Trek. Okay, These are good after, movies. After the first 2,000 uh, episodes of the TV show, it got a little bit stale. The Lord of the Kings series were uh, were good movies. Yeah. For what? Adults? Yeah. Little children? Anyone. Really? Anyone. Don't like that crap. I know. Five, six, seven. I like a little more blood and guts and stuff like that. Like the Godfather, man. See, the problem is, though, they when we talk that. about movies, and that's why I decided to do this one, we talk like a couple of old fuddy-duddies, which we both are, let's face it, even you. Sure. Uh, the, the day is coming. Josh probably refers to you behind your no back question. as the old man and me as, uh, you know, uh, the ancient man. The, the ancient fossilized murder. old man. Right. <laughs> the old fossil. <laughs> but let, you're getting up there, man. No question. And so now we're losing our grip. We're losing, although you do, you know, see a lot more contemporary movies because you probably get bootleg copies for free. Oh, I got a teenager. I got to stay up to date with right. Uh, with see, the but I don't, I don't see these because I'm just not inclined to go rushing out to see the latest. Like, what was the one? Cold what? Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain. I haven't seen it yet. I want to. It's what uh, is it? About uh, I don't know. Jude Law in North Carolina. 
Oh. And war. Maybe he's hanging out in your like cabin. That. Yeah. Well, let me know where it is. Uh, now, what was the other one with Jude Law? Talented Mr. Ripley. Did you get that down? I got it down. Okay. You, you should see it. I'm telling I you. I will. It's quite on a free, story. On free for WQM, cable. hello. Uh, hello. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm on screenless. I didn't know. Sorry. You're on screenless right now. Hey, Neil, I've got a good movie for you. Not for the poll, but one you oh. might be interested in seeing. Okay. And I think it's called Wild. It has Jude Law as playing Oscar Wilde's lover. Really? And uh, yeah, it has an interesting movie. It's very good. Huh. And okay. it's got him. And, uh, I bet your Oscar would like that. Is that that Oscar Wilde movie? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what he movie. just said. I saw that. It was good. Yeah, it was good. And I think it was before Jude Law was famous because I can't yes. imagine. Pretty graphic, actually, the movie. But I'll be damned. Good. I'm going to go yeah. out and get it today. And uh, I'm assuming you have Clockwork Orange on your bowl already? Last 10 years? Oh, oh sorry. Didn't know it was last 10 years. All right. Well, okay. that's it. I'm out of Don't do it again. Thanks. See ya. Now, why did you just play the bell like that? Oh, because I meant to play. Guys, underline. He didn't hear the whole poll, okay? Give me the whole poll. That's what Scran always says. Give me the whole poll. And they usually do. What's, what was the absolute best movie of the last ten years? Not all time. We've already been through that. Or pre-80, we did that. We want a little more contemporary for people under the age of 100. 1993 to 2003. Although, I will look at it the other way, more constructive, is that when you give, and I said this when we took the poll last week, when you give movies pre-1980, you think that most people under the age of like 30, say, or 40, haven't seen those movies because they're not contemporary. And for the people that haven't seen them, they're really missing something if they don't go rent or buy the DVD or the uh, VHS if they're old-fashioned or whatever. Oh, by the way, in five years, uh, it's all going out CDs, not DVDs, but CDs going out. Right. You see that on our website? Mm-hmm. No more CDs. So what do we got so far? Lord of the Rings, Return of the King has got 20. Saving Private Ryan, 15. My Cousin Vinny, 14. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross has got 10. I'm shocked and pleased with that. Very good. God, is that a great movie. <laughs> Get it, Chuck. Hey, Get it, Chuck. Kevin Spacey takes so much abuse in that movie. It's just a beautiful thing. Every character, every line, every scene is golden. But he gets his revenge in the end. Sure. Because I don't like you. Ah, don't give it away. <laughs> What? Well, I didn't tell him who oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Office Space Seven. Office Spacey Seven. The Shawshank Redemption Four. It's about a prison break or something. Isn't it about a prison movie? It's uh, yeah, prison. I don't want to see a prison movie anymore. I want to see no Jew movies either. Or good movie. I don't want to see list, that. Uh... Oh, by the way, the Pope the said list. he did not watch that uh, that anti-Jew uh, Mel Gibson movie. The now they're changing their tune. Right, he didn't see it. The Passion. First they said he gave it his uh, thumb of approval, and he said no. He took pulled his thumb out like. Uh, Shawshank Redemption 5, Requiem for Dream 4, Bowling for Columbine 3, Magnolia's got 3, we got another one, oh! with some good taste. Usual Suspects 2, and none yet for Payback, Cold Mountain, or Forrest Gump. How did you sneak that on there? Ross says it made me cry like a little girl. <laughs> the fact that they made money with that movie and people actually liked it, that made me cry like a real screaming little girl. You well, know? life is like a box of box of chocolates. <laughs> and ever since he made that movie, I hate him like poison. Tom yeah. Hanks. He is just, uh, he just lost it. He's gone like that. He, he, he considers, he's like the Neil Diamond of movies now. He considers himself like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's legendary. It's another yeah. epic with Tom Hanks. Just stay in the bathtub with the, uh, you know, with a mermaid and you, everything will come out okay. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Jerry didn't mess around, the people love him so, and this we know for sure. 
It's 12 noon at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. Mad Dog at 2 of the Humper from the Super Bowl in Houston at 4. Who's in that Super Bowl? Ain't it Carolina against the Patriots? Yes. Last time I checked? Must be talking to Josh. Aren't the Dolphins in that Super Bowl this year? No. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't want to rub it in, do I? Yes, yes, yes. Huh. It's a great sports town, Neil. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, whatever you say. Kobe Bryant, by the way, they're playing the race card there. Aren't you surprised? Uh, no, gee, never saw that coming. The defense has now played the race card in the Kobe Bryant case, and celebrity justice has learned that the basketball star's very first interview with the police may come back to haunt him, to which I would say, All right. try his ass. Bryant and his attorney, Pamela Mackey, entered the courtroom, where she entered the argument that the basketball star's accuser may have targeted him because he's black. During a bid to get the woman's medical record, and of course they've smeared her, I mean, like, just no. unbelievably, which is always, that's always the technique, whether it's Bobby Blake, whether it's Michael Jackson, always smear the accuser. During a bid to get the woman's medical records and evidence at trial, Mackey told a judge there's a history of African-American men being wrongly accused of rape by white women. <clears throat> what the hell was that movie? Take a look at Gregory Schmeck. She asked me Eagle to bust County up a Defense Lawyer. What? She asked me to come in and bust up a shiffer robe. Eagle County defense lawyer Craig Silverman says it was bound to happen. He says race is always an issue whether you want to address it on the surface or not. But former Denver DA Norm Early says he's saddened by the statement. He says, unfortunately, he would hope this case would go from beginning to end without this rearing its ugly head. You think there was head involved in this? Uh-oh. Let's see here. Casino is the best movie, says Oscar. Casino. He's got a uh, fact saying that Glengarry Glen Ross is from 92. Oh, no, and you're, that's your fault. It's my you fault. Did it. My bad. How could it be that old? Want me to verify it? Oh, I'm looking. They, they printed up the uh, from IMDb. Well, if that's the case, then why do I need to look it up? You don't. Just drop my big Oh, well, ball. okay. Take it off there. Sorry, it's still, it. still go and see it. It's great. Should I have done like from 19, wait a minute, should, from 90 to 2003? No, I don't care. Well, why not? Then we can leave it on there. All right. And then, then all Eric <laughs> has to do is, no, then all he has to do is just change from, uh, yeah. 1990 to 2003. Just change that date, Eric, if Let's you get around. Lower the bar. Yeah, 90. To, well, I mean, 13 is a lucky number. Works for Matt Sundin. Danny boy, how's Danny Marino doing? Anybody seen him lately? No. Uh, casino. It says I have gone to Vegas three times and practically live at Mikasuni, uh, Mikasuni, uh, Mikasuni Casino since I've seen it. But the best reason is it's the best because due to gambling, I've gotten divorced. Says Oscar. Nice going, Oscar. Congratulations to you. Can I nominate Harry Peter and the Sorcerer's Boners as my complantation? Isn't that cute? Yeah, it's real cute. Good life, Mike. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. So Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, we'll just change that nineteen ninety to two thousand and three. It'll be a change momentarily. Now, remember I just read you that Zogby uh, poll with writers and Zogby mm -hmm. and a couple of other Schmendricks they found on the street. Yes. With Howard Dean's wife, she also was participating in a poll. Uh, CNN and uh, <laughs> they're talking about it right now. Decided, uh, There's that obnoxious uh, Wolf Blitzkrieg. Tomorrow, but how reliable Here's the CNN time poll, okay? Kerry 36. This is as of right this second. Don't even take a breath. Kerry 36. Dean 25. Clark. Oh, I forgot to write down what Clark had. I think 13. <clears throat> Lieberman 10. Edwards 10. And poor Dennis Kucinich has got one. One bad hairpiece. Don't let me forget that Michael Mayo column, okay? Don't forget the Michael Mayo column. I might actually I be able to read it today since I sound a little bit more articulate today than last week. I think it's that studio. 
Makes me get like kind of stroked out. I should have sprayed the microphone. Slur all my words and get like uh, choking and gagging. Fag away. Fight Club. Brad Pitt, The Fight Club. Mm. I, I, I didn't say I would see it. I didn't say I would like it. I've seen it in the video store a million times. Would I buy it? No. Would I watch it? No. It's just gratuitous violence, which they like a lot. And maybe they like Brad Pitt. How about American known. Beauty with Kevin Spacey? There That's a beauty. Go. I like that. Sure. That's a good choice. Soon to be a classic. Now we're starting to expand that list. Okay, let's let's get a thousand movies on there before two o'clock. Otherwise, you know, otherwise they look up and down the list. They say, "Well, I don't like any of these," or "This isn't my favorite." Right? WQAM, hello. QAM. Speaking, hello. sir. What is it? With Neil. Speaking. I got two movies. Okay, well that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I think I think that was uh, what's his name. Oh, hey, there she is. That was Irving that died. Who's that? Dean's wife. Voting. Oh, there's Howard Dean's wife. Oh my God! Look at that punter, man. She is grotesque. And now a word <laughs> from Howard Dean's wife. No, that's enough. What's the uh, what's the term? A what punter? Did she say? Miaskite. Oh, oh well, I know. Hey, hello there. Shana Punham. Shana Punham. That's it. Yeah. I got to remember that. <laughs> As in Parshane, which means uh, grotesque. Five, six, seven. Did we change that yet? Uh, he's going to work on it. Just, just relax. And he just changed it as I spoke. That was excellent, Eric. Oh! That was like a simultaneous orgasm. Oh! Hey, is that gender specific? That Shayna Punham? I don't know. What? No, of course not. Like Tom Brady, he's got a Shayna Punham. That's why oh, Laura okay. Bush. Man, I'll tell you, he sure looked good in that thing. I didn't watch the State of the Union address for obvious reasons, but they showed a clip of him sitting next to Laura. She only wishes she could get her hands on that. I guarantee you. Wow. Man, he sure looked pretty. WQAM, hello. Hello. QAM, yes, sir. Oh, uh, just calling to tell Neil about uh, Blow and Johnny Deeper. That should be his favorite movie. Good choice. Okay, excellent combination there. Thank you. Johnny Depp, he looked pretty uh, skanky last night at the uh, Golden Globe Awards. He was there. I don't know yeah. what it was. I Usually if I turn on, you know, I'm channel surfing and I find one of those shows and I just, I'm gone. Right. But there was something about that room. There were just a lot of people in that room that I liked, like Johnny Depp. A lot of Shayna Punhams? Yeah, some, and some not so good. Well, most of them are like, you know, all, ooh, like Odyssey uh, De Niro now. Uh, not De Niro, Pacino. Another greaser. Odyssey uh, Al Pacino with it. He's got that little ponytail now. You see that? No, I missed that somehow. And his, his performance was just stupefying. It was just uh, embarrassing. <laughs> it was. And he didn't want to shut up. And uh, the one, Jack Nicholson, now on the other hand, who looked like he was really forty-eight sheets to the wind as usual, uh, he got up as a presenter. And he did. He didn't say one word. All he did was read the list. He gave the, you know, and it was very uh, straight. Well, they weren't. Oh, in paying. fact, you know who it was? It was Charisse, uh, Charlize uh, Theron. What about her? He gave her the award. Oh, very good. And he, I thought he was going to like stick his tongue down her throat. He yeah, tried I'd like to. to give her an award. And he was whispering into her ear, and she was, like, laughing because he said to her, are you nice and relaxed to accept this? <laughs> Something like that. And then he stood there, and he was just, like, drooling and salivating. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the 8th. She's just a little girl from South Africa is what she said. She so couldn't little. believe she was there. And I still say that that blouse she had on looked like several guys had, like, tried to rip that uh, baby off of her ass. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How about uh, the prejubating uh, Mel Gibson uh, epic uh, Braveheart? Braveheart, okay. Haven't seen that, and if I'm lucky, I won't. Thank you, sir. Braveheart, what do you say? Sure. Great. Well, I mean, not that Excellent. we have anything to say. If it's between 1990 and 2004, right. it's on the list. Nevertheless, right. it's a four-star movie. I beg your pardon? Braveheart, it's excellent. 
You wouldn't like really? this? With Mel heroism and combat and, uh, you know, epic things happening, yeah. I don't think I could watch him obje objectively. He just even, even before passion, just well, he's got a lot of paint on his face. If that helps, yeah, maybe a mask. Why do I keep doing line four? Everybody else is getting screwed because for some reason my finger is stuck on four. QAM. WQAM. Hello. Hi, I got a great one. Okay. American Beauty. Just beat you to it, but it is good, and thank you so much. Just beat him to it, right? Yes. And by the way, speaking of beauty, they're showing duty on Channel Four News. I, st I still can't get over that. <laughs> don't we all know what crap looks like? Yeah. Haven't we all seen plenty of it in our lives? We don't need to see uh, baby car seats with crap on it, okay, you assholes at Channel 4 News? What the hell's wrong with you, man? If I say crap on here, oh, gee, do you hear what he said? But they're showing crap right there on the goddamn news. In addition to which, I think most people are getting ready or maybe even already digging into their dinner while right. they're sitting there watching the hey, 5.30 or 6 p.m. news. I got it, since uh, people like to use the word shock jock all the time inappropriately. Yeah. Shock News, Channel yeah, 4. Yeah, Shock News on Channel 4. They'll give you the real Schmidt. WQAM, hello. Hey, Uncle Neil, how you yes, doing? Yes, ma'am, another lady. Woo! Oh, I can't get over it. Yeah, oh. I'm here. I'm always here. Hallelujah. Thank God for you. Yeah, I have a movie for you, Paul. Something okay. I totally enjoy thoroughly from start to finish. I love the Pirates of the Caribbean. With Johnny Depp, Speak of the Devil. Speak of the Devil. He was there last night. I didn't get to see the Golden Globes. He was actually there. Yes, he was. Came, he was there. Came to the country. Place. Probably he's got his return ticket, you know, hot in his hand. Yes, but he wasn't wearing that stupid black striped suit again, was he? No, but he had, like, uh, the beard and the long hair. He looked really grubby, you know? Oh, no. Oh, like God. Somebody needed to hand him a bar of coast or something? I'm telling you, clean that young man up, and he is so hot. He still, he still could pass for like uh, 25, I would he say. He really can. He's, mm -hmm. he's, he's awesome. So that was an enjoyable movie from start to finish, real. I would pass him the soap and hope maybe you couldn't hold on to it. Yeah, well, if you want to see him really grungy, go see that movie. <laughs> okay, thanks. Have a lovely day, sir. And back to you. Bye. Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean, what do you say? I say uh, Caribbean. Put it on there. Are you, like, ordering him for, like, oh, is Josh putting these on? Yeah. More good, because he can't spell, but that's okay. We don't mind. We're not worried about spelling. No. Well, he's into that sports crap. You know, he's a sports nerd. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Oh, there's uh, the deans. Your, your concessions. Dizzy Dean, you know. Howard well, Dean. You chose to play at six hundred and seventy. And the Dean. One week. Um, that is your privilege. I have. To, if I'm going to run for president, she she could be. Whew. I mean, no, seriously. The thing I think it was they owe an apology in that Pettengill bit to the Amish people. <laughs> be willing to she makes Chelsea she look is good. the most grotesque thing I have ever. She makes Chelsea Clinton look good. That's how ugly she is. Once again today, uh, Howard. Yeah, get out of here, Wolf. Take a hike. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, um, if you're gonna have to take the list back to 1990, yes, you got to put the Silence of the Lambs on there. Was that post 90? That was uh, 91, 90 or 91. Okay, excellent. We'll have our fact checker verify that. We'll have our fact checker well, check it. Thank. Thanks. Thank, thanks a lot, people. Enjoy the, uh, 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 and what? I, you know, I really enjoy my practice. <laughs> I was distracted because I'm looking at her. Uh, no. Ooh, now there's a donkey man. puss, man, with the teeth oh. and everything. Oh, listen. She'll be doing the weather on Channel Ooh. 7 in the morning pretty soon if he loses. should have hired a stunt double or something. God. I wonder what the first thing that Howard Dean said when he saw her face. <laughs> huh? When he wakes up in the morning and takes a look at that, he says, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Good God, Alma! Can you can you imagine waking up in the morning and looking at that? Oh, ah! That is gruesome. Jesus at any rate, Christ. to each its own.
Maybe that maybe that's why. See, nobody. I mean, it would be very politically incorrect and extraordinarily rude, and people would accuse the media of piling on. But maybe that's the real reason why he has been keeping her in the closet. Wouldn't you? If you were running for any office and you had a wife that looked like that, wouldn't you keep her in the uh, closet? Absolutely. Absolutely. You bet. Twelve minutes past noon at 560 WQAM. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from the financial group. The benefits are incredible. Incredible. Zero closing costs. You pay zero application fees, zero credit bureau fees, zero discounted points. Get yourself the new low interest rate of just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are a mere 334 bucks a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you will never, ever pay closing costs again. So call and find out all the details by 1-800-940-LAND by making that call. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve and then move on to your next property without any further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fee, zero dock fee, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get the new low financing rate of just 1.25%. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. For details, here's the number to call again. 1-800-940-LEND. You'll never pay closing costs again. Financial Group, 1-800-940-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rate subject to change monthly, 4.21 APR. Live, live, and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Hello. Yeah. No, I'm oh, was that it? screw up again, did he? My bad. Is that the last spot? Live and local. One more this place. Is Sports Radio 560. Hi, this is Sonny Fox. I listen to Neil Rogers because I can hear the word asshole. Hey, asshole. Do you have a green card? No. Do you have working papers? No. Do you have a visa? No. Driver's license? No. Social security card? No. Library card? No. Speed pass? No. Easy pass? No. Birth certificate? No. MasterCard? No. Amex? No. Diners Club? No. Do you own a pair of gloves? Si. A hat? Si. A rake? Si. Edge trimmer? Si. Edge trimmer? Si. Gas-powered leaf blower? Si. Lawnmower? Si. Then we can help. Si. Si. We're the United States government, and we don't care if you're here illegally, because we we want you to work 17-hour days for virtually no pay while lazy Americans lay on the couch and collect welfare. It's the American dream. I love to work hard for no money and live in the box under the bridge. Paid for by the committee to re-elect George Bush. That's the American fucking way. Exactly. 1217 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. I think I'm getting a mung out of my system, you know? Very good. Exercise coming Exercising out. That, it. That herb tea, in spite of what you said, I think it like brings it all out. Herb? What was the absolute best movie of the last 13 years, 1990 to 2003, or like right this moment? Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, 28. The Shawshank Redemption, 24. Gee, I wish I could find that uh, tape Jason gave me. Did you see it? Yeah. And? It was adequate. <laughs> it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. it like was, I said, I'm fine. sure glad I lost that tape. My Cousin Vinny, 19. Saving Private Ryan, 19. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, 17. Bowling for Columbine 12, a must-see. Office Space 10, Schindler's List 6. How did you sneak that Jew movie oh, on there? Oh, real slick. Oh, God. Oh, and, hey. coincidentally, or maybe not, it's right tied with Forrest Dump. It's very good. Piece. Also tied with Requiem for a Dream, which I take that personally. That's Don't knock tragic. it until you watch it, Jew boy. What's that, Schindler's, Schindler's List? List. I will about, not be it's watching It's about a Nazi. I already worked with Irv Schindler at WKAT 100 <laughs> years ago. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to see no movie about Irv Schindler. It's very good. He's probably still peddling trips to China. Oh, and speaking of China, things are getting a little foul in China. You notice? 
Why is no. it that Southeast Asia, is it lack of cleanliness? Yes. Is it uh, lack of sanitation? Yes. Is it the, it's more than some that, of the people that are like barbarians? Yes. All, of huh? those, all of those things. All of these SARS, and now we've got the, uh, the uh, what is the bird flu, what do they call it? The uh, avian? Yeah, avian. The avian uh, Be careful how you pronounce that. We'll get sued by the avian water people. Requiem for Dream 6, Magnolia 4, Usual Suspects 3, Silence of the Lambs 2, Braveheart 2, Casino's got one. And only one for these. Um, Goodfellas. What year was Goodfellas? 90. Miguel came in, duh, insisted. I'll be down. And that's his kind of movie. Yeah, uh, Fight Cubans. Club 1. American Beauty 1. Well, there's a lot of greasy people in it. Blow 1. Casino 1. And none for Cold Mountain Pirates of the Caribbean or Gladiator yet. Oh, Gladiator? I've Ugh. seen that one. Blech. I'm not talking about... Well, Alex said, uh, please add Gladiator to the post on there. That's another Mel Gibson movie, right? No. Who's Russell, in that? Russell Crowe. Oh, Russell Crowe. Same person, isn't it? No. Don't don't they remind you of each other? No. I mean, Russell Crowe's a much better actor. He's they're both in, Australian. Well, that's why they're both is. assholes, is what we hear. They're both from Down Under. How about Seabiscuit? Somebody faxes. Thais says Seabiscuit is an amazing movie. You okay. see it? No, no. Well, Seabiscuit. I'm not, not going to go see that. I mean, see, Sorry. I don't understand. It's like it's like uh, Lassie Come Home. Right, right. What was that movie with Liz Taylor, the uh, horse movie, uh, Black know, Beauty Black or something Beauty. like that? I don't like these deliberate heartstring pull Yeah, movies. it's just, I mean, nobody really cares about Seabiscuit because he uh, raced about 100 years ago, right. and it was a wonderful little horse and a little jockey there who used to be yeah, Spider-Man, well, and now he was a jockey. Yeah. And he rode a bad race, and he fell asleep at the wire in that one race, and the guy's bitching him out, the trainer. And blah, blah, blah. You know, I've seen that promo a million times. But, you know, if they had a movie about Secretariat, I might see that. Maybe. I'm not, you know, possible. But it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. No, I, mean, you, I don't. You follow I, what I'm saying? In other words, no you're not a horse racing person in the first place. The heartwarming story of a horse. Uh, right, exactly. I'm, I'm just not into that crap. No. I mean, you know, Lassie come up, Bambi, stuff like that. It's for hearts and flowers, people. WQAM, hello. Hi, can I talk to Neil? Yes, sir, speaking. I got one for the poll. Okay. How about Geely? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the comedy. Do not put that on there, okay? They're all going to laugh at you. Yeah, don't put that on there. It's just the guy's just, uh, you know, trying to yeah. start the week with a few yucks. <laughs> yeah, yuck, all right. Man, yuck is the word to both of them. Ben Affleck and uh, J-Lo. And, then they, and they still keep trying to pump that crap, oh, I know. you know? I know. They still like. Uh, I don't think there's anybody who cares anymore. I think even they care no more. No, but their publicity their people. Oh, don't now care. the uh, split is official. Who cares? Don't just go away. Don't go away mad. Just go the hell away. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I got a good one for you. All right. Memento. Hey. Memento is sensational. And snatch. See why now? Why did why, he do why that, that too? Why did he do a pair? Not that. That Maybe that's just what he has in his mind. What do you say, Snatch? Maybe yeah. that's what he's just thinking about. Memento. Now, don't forget the Easter eggs. Right. How many people candies. do you think really, if they never heard us talking about that, people, uh, you know, they know what we're talking about. About 30, man. Maybe 30 people know from the Easter eggs. Nope. And, and I still think it's some kind of a commie pinko conspiracy to drive us all nuts. The Illuminati. They they cooked it up. The Bilderbergers, I think, done it. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eighteen. Memento is great, but like I said, watch it. You can watch it ass backward, which is the way it really is uh, on a movie on the disc. But then if you check out the Easter eggs, you'll find out the little things you have to punch in there to watch it in chronological order. Just if you don't, if you forget how to do that, just write it on your wrist. And who's Teddy? WQAM, <laughs> hello. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Happy? I beg your pardon? Yeah, how about cruising right up your alley? 
Yeah, yeah well, I got something up your alley, too. Rectum. Asshole. <laughs> WQAM, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. On purpose? QAM, hello. O'Neill? Yes, sir. I got one for you. Go right ahead. Uh, enemy at the gate. Oh, you're telling you about the that. Gate. That was the Jude Law oh, movie. That's the one with Jude Law. Morning, yes. Okay. Very, Very good, good movie. Excellent. Thank you. Did we didn't put it on yet? Not yet. Well, we did now because you got a recommend from our audience. Good all the way to the end. Good. That's oh. <laughs> See, that's just another shot of Magnolia. You are really. You are Relentless such a hard ass prick, hard man. bitten. Yeah. No, it's just uh, it's pathetic. I don't know what it is you want. What and, I mean, the movie it. is so good. It can't go on forever. It's a three and a half hour it's, movie. No, three it, hours and twelve minutes or something. It just can't it. go on forever. It did end. No. And I'll say it again. Fargo, which I was okay. And I love William H. Macy. He's great. But Fargo, the ending is like, you're watching, and it's very, uh, and I love the, uh, the Cheryl lookalike uh, cop, you know. Right. Eh? She's funny. She, she was great. Frances McDormand. Right. She was phenomenal. And the movie is very enjoyable and very interesting, and it twists and turns. And then all of a sudden, it's like, just because like, it ended oh, abruptly. Okay, better hurry up and end it. It resolved. Everything came It resolved to an like, but I mean, like that. Well, at least it resolved. Like they were running, like they were on a, uh, running out of film. Wasn't like they just didn't cut back to somebody and uh, oh, driving yeah, on the road, yeah, and then yeah. they just never went back to them. I'll tell you one thing: William H Macy was so much better in Magnolia than he was in Fargo. It's not even a contest. Oh, I don't know. But it's that. just you know, he was. You just liked it because of the. <laughs> Man, you are obsessed. WQAM, hello. Hey, how's it going? I'd like okay. to um, add one for the poll, um, The Life of David Gale. The Life of what? David Gale. The Life of David Gale. Never heard right. of it. What it is it? out last year. Good movie. What's it about? Um, it's a life for movie. He dedicated his life on different people's lives. Okay, well, put that down, whatever it is. I have no idea what that is. Or We're what having our fact checker look it up to see if it even exists. Oh, come on. He's not just going to make up the name of something like that, like the life of Jason Gale or something like that, who's still David driving Gale. and wins a raceway, by the way. I beg your pardon? Huh? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Let's get a list of about a whole bunch, several thousand. About 30, man. 30,000 flicks. It'll keep all you people off the streets real busy. It'll be good for business at your Hollywood video and other nearby uh, video uh, and DVD stores that don't edit the movies. So, in other words, to make a long story short, stay away from Shockbuster, okay? Okay. Anybody in this audience that's doing business with Blockbuster, we're going to send Luca Brazzi and Favorites to your house and beat the crap out of you. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. How about Chicago? Chicago is, like, very highly talented, man. It was an excellent movie. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Pally. I wish I could. Okay, thanks. I wish I could, too. <laughs> been a while, now, huh? Don't you wish you could? Yeah, as much as yeah, I. I sure wish I could. Now as Chicago. Though, now what was that song? The big song from Chicago? I don't know. Oh come on, the big hit song from the movie Cabaret. Yo, <laughs> I don't know. I never no, saw that, that just, movie. Just recently, you know, you always talk about me being an old fuddy duddy. I don't. You don't know your music, Mister. I don't know my musicals. You don't know your music because that's, you don't have uh, no uh, TV station arena. that shows any videos. That's your problem. Go to Europe and you'll see all the goddamn good music. That's your realm, the musical. What's that? Musical no, I, don't, I hate musicals. I can't. You think I saw Chicago? No. But the, but there was a video from there with the, with all, with the Christina Aguilera and with uh, the that big was from fan. Moulin Rouge. Yeah. La Moulin Rouge. Lady Marmalade. La, that was from Chicago. No. Yeah, she was from Chicago. <laughs> Well, so the Moulin Rouge, Chicago, same crap. You know, they're all musicals. Who the hell wants right. to see that? Don't know from either Lady one. Lady Marmalade. Boy, that Christina Aguilera. I, seriously. Do you know that they have signs on cheese factories with her picture on it, like with a wanted poster? <laughs> no, no, seriously. 
She is not allowed within 100 yards of any cheese factory in North America. 27, and her and uh, Paris Hilton, too, same, same bitch. I cannot stand needle-nosed, skanky little bitches. Oh, man. And you know who's a little like that? And you're going to get very upset when I tell you. Who that? Because you like her a lot. Who? Kelly Ripper. Oh, I like her. She's got that same kind of pinch nose. Huh? She's got a little needle nose, but uh, I like her. She's a cute. Although she has an Audi, so she's off the And Regis Regis said she farts a lot. Oh, that's endearing. Hey, horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Card Room has got all the gambling action that you're looking for. Just a half mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking every day. Live hardest racing in the poker room five nights a week. Not Tuesday or Sunday, Rich. Hey, Rich, not on Tuesday. Every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, poker starts at noon till midnight, and live racing gets underway at 7.05 p.m. five nights a week. Every Monday night, like tonight, a two-for-twenty-five-dollar dinner special in the Top of the Park restaurant on the sixth floor. Every Wednesday night is dollar night at the track for draft beers, sodas, hot dogs, and more. Every Thursday is ladies' night with two-for-one drink specials. And also every night on the fourth floor players' lounge, there's a seven-ninety-five plated dinner special. Coming up tonight, it's the next free spaghetti dinner. No, that's not right. That's the next. Oh, that's a good thing I didn't do that. Woohoo! You hear that? Careful. You didn't hear me say that. Coming up no. next Monday, mm-hmm. February the 2nd, is the next free spaghetti dinner night. You don't want to miss that. Mark it on your calendar. Mark it on your <laughs> wrist right now. Make a memento. This Friday, now, now look at that. This is the wrong copy. Damn it. Oh, I know. It's, just, it's not the wrong copy. I'm just planning ahead. Sorry, Dick. Sorry, Steve. Just calm down. The next Friday, a week from this Friday, February 6th, Pompano Park will be celebrating its 40th anniversary with a special night featuring live musica, giveaways, free prize drawings, family fun night, antique car display, tons more stuff going on. Even Wally Hennessy might win a race, but I doubt it. Pompano Park also open for simulcasting seven days and nights a week, featuring the best in a harness, thoroughbred highlight action from all across North America for you to watch and plunge your guts on. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current race schedule, go on web at pompanopark.com or call 954-972-2000 and plunge your lungs post-time tonight, 7.05 at Pompano Park. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Month. CBS Television proudly presents 16 average Americans are abandoned in the middle of one of the most unforgiving places on earth. It's Survivor Compton. Who will survive the drive by voting? As the two tribes, the Who's Your Daddies and the My Baby Daddies, compete for the immunity bling bling and not get voted off the hood. Followed by a two-and-a-half white man. On CBS. Don't forget, Fox debuts the new show tonight with Matt Drudge, uh, Queer Factor. 1232 at 560 WQAM. Roberto says, Monster's Ball is a great movie. Slave version of Halle Berry and One Could Only Dream, says Roberto. Very good movie. Is it? Yes. You've seen it? Have it. Own it. You've seen Arlington Road? Yes. Very good movie. And Frank right. faxes and says, the greatest ending of a movie I have ever seen. Now that... Up there. It's oh, they stick there. it up there? I've seen many like that. No, it's a, it's like one there? of the most surprising, uh, never saw it coming endings uh, really? ever. Really? Yeah. Have we discussed this before? I don't think so. You'd Arlington like it. Road. You would like our, it's a, it's a mental, it's a mental movie. You gotta have a brain to understand. I'm sticking it right over here and right after the show I'm gonna go grab it. And it better be damn good. It'll, it'll be good. Here's the fact that says, oh, Danny DeVito was there last night sucking up to Michael Douglas who was a little bit, yeah, even talked about the booze. Michael Douglas rambled on and on and uh, he just, I mean, you know, he's all right, but he's just, I don't know, something about him bugs me, you know? His height? 
No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the way he looks, but there's just something about him that's a little like Howard Dean. I like him, but he's a little bit off. Do you understand? No. It's hard to explain. I can't put my thumb on it, nor do I want to. Oh, he's now he's campaigning with the wife. Bad move. Just when he looked like he might be making a little bit of a comeback. It's a change. I think what you have to ask why. It's not just that John Kerry's doing well. I see they're talking about electability. This is what's on the mind of the electorate, okay? Please, please keep that in mind. I know people get very emotional. They get all whipped up behind a certain person who, you know, touches the right buttons and rings the right bells. But uh, electability. We can't afford four more years of this uh, fascist regime. Anyway, Danny DeVito was there sucking up to uh, Michael. Maybe that's why they had him there with Michael Douglas, because he was a lot shorter. He came up to his knee. Okay. And what did uh, Michael Douglas have to do with Cuckoo's Nest? Did he produce that? Was he the, I mean, directed? Producer? Uh, something. He was involved in, I forget how. Yeah, because he was talking about the fact that it was his dad who saw the script and discovered it, old Kirk, right. who couldn't right. make it last night because he was a little shaky. And also, it was his uh, dad wanted to be in it, and uh, I think it was his son, Michael, that said, nah, Jack Nicholson will be better. And he was. He was. Can you imagine Kevin uh, Kirk no. Douglas as no. uh no M M somehow M I can't M see Murphy? That. No. No. Uh, Kevin Spacey, Danny DeVito film The Big Kahuna. It says it hasn't reached the public popularity of American Beauty, but it's a great film. The Big Kahuna. I thought it was Robbie Young was the Big Kahuna. See, stand corrected. Okay. Did you see the Big Kahuna? No, no. Well, get it on that list right away. Maybe you'll go out and have to get it. Going on. Maybe somebody will have to steal it for you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. What was the absolute best movie? Not ten, not a hundred, not four thousand of the last thirteen years, nineteen ninety to right now. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, thirty five. The Shawshank Redemption, twenty seven. Saving Private Riven, twenty four. My cousin Vinny, nineteen. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, eighteen. Bowling for Columbine, fourteen. Office Space, thirteen. Schindler's List, a dozen. Silence of the Lambs, nine. I'm surprised Silence of the Lambs didn't do better, aren't you? Uh, it's a tough list. Forrest Dump, eight. Yeah, it's tough, all right. Requiem for a Dream, six. Braveheart, four. Magnolia, four. American Beauty, four. Usual Suspects, four. <coughs> Goodfellas, three. Hey, Goodfellas only has three, oh, Miguel. Well, his taste is in his tush, except his wife, from what I hear. Hmm? I hear he's got a lovely wife, Miguel. He has a lovely pregnant wife. And why not? Fight Club 3, Pirates of the Caribbean 3, Casino 2, Payback 1, Blow 1. One person out there likes Blow. Memento 1, Chicago 1. Isn't that the one with uh, Lady Marmalade? Yeah. And Well, what wasn't that in Chicago, Moulin Rouge? I don't know. Yeah. What are you talking about? The whole about? thing was about Chicago. You better get with it. I never I, saw it. Gladiator and Seabiscuit and Enemy at the Gates and The Life of David Gale and Life of David Gates and Cold Mountain and Arlington Road and Monsters Ball and The Big Kahuna each have the big oh so far at a 220. But we're just getting this uh, sucker put together now. Just relax. Just hop on it. WQAM, hello. What about Pulp Fiction? Anybody say Pulp Fiction? Nobody said that. Is that uh, what year was that? It's recent. Uh, was it 94? I think you got it. Okay, thanks. Well, hated, I hated Pulp Fiction. It was just nothing but... It John Revolta and a bunch of gratuitous, senseless violence, but uh, you know what they put on their french fries in Amsterdam and in Holland? <laughs> no, what do they uh, put on their french could fries? Could be mayonnaise, uh, could it? Huh? Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of that, I keep telling you about how the food really sucks. Well, there are a lot of people, a lot of things that suck in Amsterdam. Some of them are actually so moving around. Yeah. But the food is so awful. Maybe that's why they're so big on the french fries. And they walk around, man, with these... Big, huge paper 
uh, things full, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like like cones or something? Yeah, like, like, that's right, like a big paper cone filled with fries. Hmm, sounds yummy. Oh, man, real salty. I've never, I, well, that's what I'm told, I never had one. And they have mayonnaise, and they got that brown sauce they stick on them. I think it's brown sauce. Or maybe it's from Channel 4 they got that. I don't know. Because some people told me they taste like crap. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. That's so great. I hear you go to Amsterdam for the tulips and not the pot. Is that true? <laughs> the tulips, yeah. Not yours. Wow. Must have that was really clever. To write the that tulips. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Neil? Speaking, yes. Neil? Yes, speaking. Let me say it again. The uh, the movie that comes to mind that I watch all the time, no matter what it seems, is as good as Jack Nicholson. What was it? You cut out. Uh, Jack as good as it gets. As good as it gets? Yeah, Jack Nicholson. Was it was that the one with Jack Nicholson? Exactly. <laughs> okay, thanks, thanks, pal. Get a new phone, please. As good as it gets. That doesn't even ring a bell with me. Nope. Does that ring any bells? No. Oh, I'll be damned. As good as it gets. I think Jack Nicholson was the one in that. Is that the it's with uh, Helen Hunt or something, I think. <gasps> oh, what that you, one. You just I saw that. Yeah, I love that Helen Hunt, good. by the way. She's great. That was actually a good movie. Wasn't Helen Hunt good. in Magnolia, of course? Uh, was she? Yes. Helen Hunt? Yeah. Ever see Helen Hunt? All the time. How about the vice president? Five six that orders Rahm Emanuel from Illinois who said election in Iowa it was impossible for him to make a stand after Iowa. Everybody nah, get out of here. He's uh, hocking with Wesley Clark now. You know how many chances Wesley Clark has got? Slim and none. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know, I could be wrong about that. The Clintons are behind him. They got their finger up his behind. Right, they're maybe pushing. they're holding onto a card. They're pushing stool, real hard. Five six seven oh five sixty. Did I really say that? Pound five sixty on it. I just I'm incoherent. It's always a good excuse, isn't sure, it? I'm under the weather. I'm taking a lot. We like all you. these cold uh, medications and everything. So you can basically say whatever the hell you want. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I don't think they're going to top that. Now, did you see that one? Is that the latest uh, incarnation? Yes. And it's, oh, that's the one that won the uh, award last night. Right. It's flawless. Is it really? It's the most spectacular looking piece of movie making I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. Based on special effects? Based on all of it. Best good action, good story. I mean, the story is great, of course, as you know. And mm-hmm. uh, very well executed. Well, what do you mean as I know? What, what is that? Oh, I mean, you've heard about the books all these years, the books. <laughs> the books have been uh, selling since the 20s. I mean, they're right. incredible. How about the Harry Potter uh, series? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get me started. Well, that's the point, see? Yeah. 20 to 1 at 560 QAM. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Howard D. Television commercial, take 47, and action. Hi, I'm Governor Dean. I'm I- sorry, Governor, we have to stop you there. What are you stopping me for? It's on a roll! We had a problem with the lighting. I'm sorry, I'm fixing it right now. Yeah, you better fix it. Come on, let's All right. go! All right, Governor. Howard Dean Television commercial, this is take 48. And action. Hi, I'm Governor Dean, and I'd like to talk to you about... Hey, what is going on? Cut, cut, cut. I'm sorry, I dropped something. Billy, please, you have to be careful. I'm sorry. Jeez. Sorry, Governor, this is... All right, well, let's try it again, okay? We'll get it this time. We'll get it this time. And maybe you want to keep thumbs out of here, huh? This is Howard Dean, television commercial, take 50, and action. Hi, I'm Governor Dean. 
and I wanted to talk to you about... Cut you! Cut! He sneezed. I'm sorry, I've got a cold. He has a cold. For the love of maple syrup, get a Kleenex! I'm sorry. He's sorry, he has Stifle a cold. Stifle it, will you? Come on! Right. I don't have all the time in the world here. I gotta get to Iowa! All right, all right, here we go. This is Howard Dean Television Commercial, take number 51, and action. Hi, I'm Governor Dean, and I wanted to talk to you today about what's going on in America. About the you, and the hey, who's running for the White House here? You or me? Cut. We have to get into the blacks and the browns. Yeah, how many blacks and browns are there in Vermont, huh? It's all old, fat, white, rich men on skis. You want me to talk about blacks and browns? All right. Next thing you want me to talk about Indians. What do you want? You want the feather Indians? You want the dot Indians? Just calm down, please. Let's let's knock this out now. This is Howard Dean, television commercial, take number 51, and action. Hi, I'm Governor Dean. And I'd like to talk to you about America. You know, there's... Uh, what is... What, will you, what is going on here? God! Oh! I'm sorry, he pushed me. He pushed me first. Who are you guys working for, Bush? He fired us. We'll get it this time. We apologize. If I hear one beep, you see this mud block pen? Yes. Yeah, it's going to go right in your eye. Hey. All right? Oh. I don't want to hear anything. Nothing. Just clap your clapboard and just back away. And let me do it, all right? Hi. I'm Governor Howard Dean, and I'd like to talk to you about America, what America needs, where America is going. Where is this commercial going? Can I get some direction here? You told us not hey, to say... Hey, what did I say? Don't you say anything! Can we break... Hey, see the pen? Yeah. Pen, I, no talking. I think we've got it. 1246, 14 to 1 at 560QM. Pee Pee Peppy says, Who Ate Gilbert's Grapes was a good uh, movie. Okay, I'll take it. Did word you write for it. that down? I like the part where he said, "I need some action." Uh, Leo, oh my God, Leonardo DiCaprio pulled off a stellar performance. It says also. Uh, oh, see, I'm trying to yeah. avoid where they like got more than one. Here's one that says, "My vote of the best movie of the last 13 years: The Player." Great ensemble cast with multiple complex intertwining stories. Best modern criticism of Hollywood that still applies today. The Player sounds awfully familiar. Yeah, you wouldn't like it because it has both Whoopi Goldberg and Lyle Lovett in it. <laughs> it was a Tim Robbins movie about Hollywood. It's, it was very good. <laughs> oh, speaking of Tim Robert, uh, Rob, Robbins. Roberts. It says, how can you forget Bob Roberts? Let's get that under 1992. It qualifies. Good movie. Never saw it. You never saw Bob Roberts? I never saw you Bob Roberts. get with it. I got it right here. I got yeah? it in my hand right now. Uh, lend it to me. I'm bobbing on it. Here's one that says, and as a huge Star Wars fan, I would love to say either The Phantom Menace or The Attack of the Clones, but I can't. <laughs> Which means they sucked hard. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, whatever. I mean, Star Wars was fine. You know, the right. first 45 episodes was great. And mm -hmm. after that, enough already. Okay. That's not how's why they sucked. How's that little shrimp doing, by the way? Uh, he's got uh, a wife, you know. Who's that? The little uh, Star Wars guy. George Lucas? Not George Lucas. Luke Skywalker? The Luke Skywalker. George Lucas Skywalker? No, what the hell's his name? Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill. Don't you remember he got that bad wreck in his vet and smashed his face wreck, all right? that long, long time ago? Don't know about his wife. He's got a wife, which shocks a lot of people. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Well, you know those stories and everything. No, no I don't. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, how about the Matrix? The Matrix. Now we're talking. Now part which well, which part? The first one, of course. They messed it up after part two. Okay, like they always do. Okay, thanks, pal. No problem. The Matrix. Uh, now is it, what is that called? Is that just, just uh, the, the Matrix? Matrix? 
Part well, three was actually uh, good. Part two, blue. <laughs> well, I'll take your word for it. That's definitely not my kind of movie. No, definitely. Lord of the Rings, Return of uh, the Thing and the King, 40. Saving Private Ryan has got... About 30, man. Shawshank Redemption has also got... About 30, man. Do you believe that? Um, Gary Glenn Ross has got 19. My cousin Vinny's still got 19. Been stuck on 19 a long time. I guess we ran out of Guido's. That's all we have, 19. Guido's. Right. Bowling for Columbine, 16. Office Space, 13. Silence of the Lambs, 13. Schindler's List, 13. Forrest Dump, 12. You see, this is what makes me upset about America, about the world I live in, the planet. Let's go to Mars right now. I'm packed. Forrest Gump has got 12. Goodfellas has got, Requiem for a Dream has got 7. Goodfellas, 6. And Magnolia, 5. The American Beauty, uh, 5. Okay? Right. I mean, what kind of a... I don't even want to say it. What kind of a person thought that Forrest Gump was the best movie? I guess somebody doesn't go to a lot of movies. Maybe that's the only one they saw. Do you ever think or, about or, that? Or someone with the IQ of Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. That well, could be. Oh, you mean the Bush people? Forrest Gump, 12. Braveheart, 7. Requiem for Dreams, 7. Goodfellas, 6. Magnolia, 5. Uh, Usual Suspects, 5. American Beauty, 5. Pulp Fiction, 4. Fight Club, 4. Pirates of the Caribbean, 4. Casino, 3. Only one for Blow. As good as the kids has got one. I think Jack Nicholson was in that, wasn't he? With Helen Hunt. With Helen's Hunt? Payback one, Gladiator one, Seabiscuit one, and after that, Small Potatoes. Here's the one that says, oh, again, Seabiscuit. Favorite movie the last ten years. Can't recall ever watching a movie and have the entire theater applaud it. Wow. I have. What was that? What movie was that? Oh, uh, Lord of the Rings, for one. They applauded the movie? Sure. See, to me, that's that's tacky. I don't know. Uh, it's tacky. You don't go to a movie ah, like that. I mean, I, I can see sometimes in a movie there's a scene in the audience gives an uh -huh. aud audible response like, oi, you know, like, like that. Especially in the Tamarack where there's no refunds. That was after Schindler's List. They said, oi. Oi. By the way, it says The Life of David Gale was an outstanding film. And see, you were saying, I don't even think it exists, mister. Never heard of it. With a very unpredictable and shocking ending. A shocking ending. A must-see stars well, Kevin Spacey, Kate Winslet, who finally got away from Leo long enough to do a good movie, and Laura Linney. You won't be disappointed. The Life of David Gale. I'm putting that on my pile. Okay. Sounds, well, if Kevin Spacey's in it, can it be all bad? Right on. I'm writing it down. <clears throat> now, in that movie, is he in the closet or out during that movie? <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I think that in uh, Glengarry Glen Ross, he was like kind of undecided. He didn't have time to think about it because he was taking so much crap from everybody I, in the orifice. He was busy. He was definitely taking it in the orifice. WQAM, Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Good. Enjoyed your show for years. Thank you. I would like, I know you just added Pulp Fiction to the list. And I, right. And I believe Silence of the Lambs came out in like 90 or 91. I don't think it was after 93. Well, we, we extended it to, to 90 because of Glengarry Glen Ross, so we we stretched it out 90 to 2004. Oh, you're just throwing me off, Neil. What are you doing to me? You're killing me. That's okay. <laughs> Thank you, don't sir. Don't feel Have bad. Okay, you too. <laughs> well, he's trying. <laughs> And at least he's trying to like keep us on a straight and narrow path here, you know, so we right don't on. have a bunch of uh, uh, all kinds of glitches on his pull here, like somebody trying to tell me that the Moulin Rouge was like Chicago. I would swear that that was in Chicago. The, the whole thing was about Chicago. I can't tell you. I mean, I would. I don't first know. of all, I wouldn't go to a movie like that because I don't go to musicals. I, I can't stand musicals. I do believe that Moulin Rouge is about the club in Paris, though. Yeah. To my understanding. Paris, Chicago. Paris, Illinois. Paris, Hilton. 
Well, what does Moulin Rouge have to do with Chicago then? Nothing. Uh, you're wrong. Okay. You're wrong. It's about Christina Aguilera. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Madonna. Wait, who else? And Christina Aguilera at that. Uh, what's that famous pizza place in Chicago? Where she stole know. all the cheese in the middle of the night. Little Caesars. No, it's not little. No, where they make the real thick pizza. See, you don't know your Chicago man. You were there for like at least ten hours. Three hours. Yeah. Thanks, Disney, you cheap bastard, you. You cheapskate, you miserable, drunken Irishman, you. God, everybody hates that Mike Disney. And then the coast goes up in it. Isn't that a joke? Anybody believe that? No. I don't think the other station should know that Keith Curry's having a nervous breakdown over that book. Why anybody would pay attention to that last book? God, you got to be a moron. Am I right? Absolutely. Even Mo with those numbers. No, anybody knows he ain't got squat. Even he knows that. Don't forget, in the 1 o'clock hour, first order of business will be that Michael Mayo column, Church okay. State Wall Trembles and So Do I. Good column, Mike. Good Jewish boy, Mike Mayo, who belongs back on the sports pages. But he's trying hard. About two, three times. Oh, and yesterday, what the hell was the show I was watching? And they had Dave Barry on the panel. who had, uh, He didn't say anything. He didn't belong there. It was some political discussion. Oh, boy. And Dave Barry was on the panel. I, I looked at him, and I thought to myself, Everything that's wrong about South Florida is sitting right in that chair. When we do the poll for who's the biggest nebbish you ever saw. Oh, my God. He makes Bill Gates look like Hercules. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Pretty good, sir. Good. Talk about Uno Pizza up in Chicago, first That's of all. the one, right. That's one of them, right. Uh, yeah, listen, uh, how about Training Day? Training Day? Training Day the movie. Okay. Okay, you got dog, it, have a good day. You too, dog. What do you say, dog? You seen that? It was it was a good enough movie. It had a How about train spotting? Ridiculous ending. Train spotting? Yeah. What about it? You don't want to put it on there? I'm not going to watch I'll, it. I'll put Snatch on there before I put Train Spotting on there. You'll put Snatch on the train? Or will it be spotting? Snatch on the train. Yeah. Snatch a train. Well, so what do you mean you'll put it on before? These people are making these suggestions, okay? And I'm making suggestions. Put them on there. Don't like we'll give us an argument. There. See, this is the problem when you're dealing with a militant, hard-ass little spick. Yeah. A guava loving spick. Well, who said train spotting? I did. Oh. You don't think it, you're the one that was always uh, telling me I had to watch I the rest it. of it? I thought you huh? hated it. Oh, God. Oh, get your head out of that. Oh, man. <laughs> Just, and it gets worse. He had his arm in there up to his goddamn <laughs> armpit. You missed the best scene. That, that movie was The Pits. I don't want to even hear about it. It's sitting in my cupboard and my cabinet right in the other room. So he craps in the bed, right? Oh, I don't want to hear about crap. I'll watch Channel 4 if I want to see crap, okay? I don't want to see crap. Bowel-emptying diarrhea episode. Even my mother would be embarrassed by that, and she's just dying to see crap, especially in her bowl. But and he takes no, all the veggies and he wads them all up, right? Yeah. And then he's going down. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Everybody's having breakfast. So why don't you want to put that on there? No, we can put it on there. Of course I want to put it on there. I was just being a hard ass. Yeah, as usual. Sure. Why not? Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, 42. I'll only give you the top five here. Saving Private Ryan, 31. Shawshank Redemption is still got About 30, man. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, 22. And in fifth place right now, my cousin Vinny has finally got 20 guidos like that. 12.56 at 5.60. WQM. Don't let me forget Mike Mayo. I won't. I'm, I'm serious. I'm that serious. That piece, I, I think... I won't let you. Even setting aside the, the thing about um, uh, the Michael Moore bowling for Columbine, that everybody should be forced to watch that, yes. everybody should have been forced to see that piece on 60 Minutes on Saturday about how the... Re see, because when you're living in the middle of it, you assume the whole world is that way with the religious nuts, right. and they're not. And they're, they're just... They, they can't get over it. They're, they're like... Uh, and here in, in Canada, the same thing. They can't believe the American obsession with... 
injecting their religion into like everyday life and into politics and the politicians talking about God this and God that and starting all this crap with these prayers. It is totally unacceptable. Absolutely, positively mind-boggling. So thank God we have no religious fanatics in America. Jesus Christ. 1256 at 560 WQM. No matter what you believe, welcome in the Chinese New Year with Emerald Coast. From now through February 8th, join Emerald Coast for its traditional Chinese New Year specialties. The holiday specials include roasted duck, suckling pig, sweet and sour fish, and an assortment of Chinese dumplings served every evening during New Year celebration. With each meal, every child receives a traditional Chinese New Year lucky charm. And if that's not good enough, Emerald Coast has got its regular buffet delights, of course, as well. Start off with any or all of six different kinds of soups. Dozens of succulent entrees like New York Strip made to order and a sizzling Asian grill. New seafood Saint-Jacques, oysters on the half shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, jumbo shrimp scampi every night. And then try the hand-carved prime rib. They're new Thai specialties, too. You'll never walk out of the Emerald Coast with a pounding, throbbing MSG headache because, guess what? They don't use any MSG, no cornstarch, no crap. They cook all of their goodies only in cholesterol-free oils, too. They feature a full salad bar, new sushi bar, fresh rim cocktail. And after all of these things, if you still by some miracle have room for dessert, they got a great dessert station, too, featuring Belgian waffles and pies and cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit, too. Emerald Coast has three locations for you in South Florida. Sunrise, they're at Pine Island at 44th Street. Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd Street, North Miami Beach. And at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in prestigious Pembroke Pines. So take the entire family, the entire orifice with you for a business luncheon. And let the folks at the Emerald Coast do the cooking for you. Take out and delivery available too. Call 954-572-3822. That's 954-572-3822 for the unbeatable Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Live and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Yo, 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 it's the one, the two hour. Yeah, boy. So many trips to the grocery store. Eventually I'll lose some weight someday. I'm looking more pudgy But the world will stop eating this one I like You ought to know by now I'm as big as a house Out in Hackensack Just look at the fat on my tummy And it seems such a waste of time With those new diets out Mama, I'm fat Look at me, I'm still Kind of a porky look on his face last night. He was there, I think, Billy Joel. I believe I saw him. Yeah. What was he face. doing there? I what was he doing there? He's a celebrity. Is he? I see. And Eric Idle was there. I'll say it again. Was he Idle? 
He was idle. He wouldn't do nothing. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, 1992, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, that's on there. We put it on there. We talked about that 80 million times. Sure. You've seen it? Yeah. And not uh, Very Quentin. Okay. Very Quentin-y. Uh, Shawshank Redemption is so overrated, says this fact. It's totally simp-ass movie. Wow. <laughs> Poor guy who didn't do it goes to prison, butt-banging, crooked warden, escape. Oh, it sounds like Moe uh, with that uh, Opie and Anthony thing. Everybody lives happily ever after. It blows. So freaking predictable. It's as if every person, prison ever made, every prison movie ever made was edited down to end up with Shawshank Redemption. Thank God I didn't watch it. Yeah, very valid and by points. the way, Jason, you'll never get it back. That's why I only gave it an adequate. It's uh, not a lot of surprises. Uh, and this is my favorite fax of the entire year, even though it's only the uh, 26th. Good Michael Mayo column in the Sun Sentinel local section. <laughs> <laughs> and by amazing. the way, don't forget yes. to read that Michael Mayo column. Oh, what did I do with it? I think I lost it. Oh, here it is. I mean, um, how many times did I mention that I was going to read that today? About 30, man. Yeah. I'm uh, sure it was deliberate. I see. Well, I, well, thanks for the uh, chuckle. It was good. Michael Mayo writes in yesterday's Scum Sentinel, Is it appropriate for a fundamentalist preacher to screen potential judges by asking if they're God-fearing individuals? And is it appropriate for a self-described prayer warrior, someone who says this country was founded on Christianity, to even be on the state committee that nominates local judges? Welcome to Governor Jeb Bush's Florida. Old-fashioned fire and brimstone is in. Notions such as separation of church and state are out. Last month, we had Governor Bush dedicate the nation's first faith-based prison, the Lottie Correctional Institution, by saying, I can't think of a better place to reflect on the awesome love of our Lord Jesus than to be here at Lottie Correctional. Jesus Christ. Good Lottie, Miss uh, whatever. Almost 800 inmates will try to rehabilitate through prayer and religious studies. Now we have the case of the Reverend O'Neill Dozier, founder of the Worldwide Christian Center in Pompano Beach, who's asked judicial candidates about their religious beliefs while serving on the 17th Judicial Circle, uh, Circuit Judicial Nominating Committee. I didn't even know there was a Judicial Circuit Judicial Nominating mm. Committee. You don't have to be a rocket scientist or a political scientist to know there's something just not kosher about this, Mike Boy. says. Walter Blake, another member of the Broward JNC, said he saw nothing wrong with Dozier asking candidates if they were God-fearing. Said Blake, I think it's an extremely important question because it has to deal with values. I think you can also ask a person whether he goes to church on Sunday or synagogue on Friday nights. And what about atheists? Somebody might be an atheist, and that's fine, and somebody might be Islamic, and that's fine. That's their God, Blake said. Would it discourage me from approving that person? Absolutely not. An atheist might have more values than a person who goes to church, which just proves that the question is irrelevant. I'm deeply concerned, said Todd Aronovitz, a Miami attorney and past president of the Florida Bar, the governor should immediately appoint an impartial commission to review the conduct of JNC member Dozier in order to ensure the integrity of the process. By his own quotes, he indicates he has no concept of the separation of church and state. But Bush's general counsel, Raquel Rodriguez, last week stated that Dozier's place on the committee is safe. In response to a letter from State Representative Dan Gelber, Rodriguez wrote that the nominations process in the 17th Circuit is fair and appropriate and that Dozier has assured me he will not ask such questions again. She said that no judicial candidate is formally complained. On Friday, Dozier said, I'm not talking about the JNC anymore. I want you all to leave me alone. Just get off my back. Who are you trying to satisfy now? The homosexuals? The liberals because they don't like me? You people need to quit. Homosexuals? Who said anything about homosexuals? <laughs> Anti... Anti-gay rhetoric is part of Dozier's routine. At a religious conference last year, he called homosexuality something so nasty and disgusting it makes God want to vomit. <laughs> Pushing down the church-state wall is another. 
He's threatening to sue Pompano Beach if he can't invoke Jesus' name during benedictions at commission hearing meetings. Dozier has the right to believe what he wants, but why would anybody want him on a government committee? Dozier, who has a law degree, has been on the nine-member committee that screens potential judges in Broward since 2001. When a vacancy on the bench arises, the committee interviews candidates and forwards a list of three finalists to the governor who makes a selection. The process has become more worrisome since the governor got final say over all JNC appointees in 2001. Before then, the Florida Bar and the governor each appointed three members, and that group in turn selected three others. But now the governor can pack the screening committees and the bench with like-minded souls. Who knows what agendas they're pushing behind the closed doors of deliberations? I'm fearing something today, but I'm not sure if it's God, says Michael Mayo. Very good. I didn't, I didn't read that right, the last sentence. I'm fearing something today, but it's sure not God. Got it? Sorry, Jesus Mike. Christ. Screwed it all up in the last line. Well, good column. And keep in mind, 44% of you morons out there, the Jews in, in the state of Florida, voted for Jeb Bush. Oy. Oh, brother. Talk about a death wish. Maybe those are the Jews for Jesus. Christ. That could be. Jews for Yushki, man. Okay, getting back to our poll, please, because I'm almost running out of voice. I think I did pretty good. Uh, now we'll turn it over to George. Who hey, was the absolute best movie of the past 13 years, 1990, 2003? Which one? Which one of these or uh, uh, some other ones? Ah! Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, 45. It must be sensational. It is. Would never see it. Thought twice. Saving, well, you made up for me. Saving Private Ryan, 32, tied with the Shawshank Redemption, 32. I hear it's just like a rehash of all the other prison movies. Yeah. Pulp Fiction, 26. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Glenn Hill, 23. My Cousin Vinny, 22. Bowling for Columbine, 19. Silence of the Lambs, 17. Office Space, 15. Now, is that one you said you've seen? I saw it. Adequate. And? Not bad. It's a comedy, and uh, it was cute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to rave about it. It was, uh, it was fine. Schindler's List is tied with Forrest Gump, and quite frankly, because I've heard Five you talk about Schindler's movie. List so often, Five when I think stars. about Schindler's List, I always think about Forrest Gump in the same breath. No. Thirteen. Goodfellas, ten. American Beauty's only got nine. That's criminal. Yes. Braveheart, eight. Usual Suspects, eight. Requiem for Dream, only seven. It's been stuck on seven a long time. Man, your taste is in your tush, folks. Magnolia, only five. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And you want to know why? I don't think most people have seen either one of those. Correct. Am I right? You're right. And why? I don't know. Well, Magnolia, I can understand. <laughs> Casino 4, Pirates of the Caribbean 4, Fight Club 4, Matrix 3, Gladiator 3, The Big Kahuna's got a pair, Payback 1, and everything else is... Uh, even Seabiscuit's only got one, thank God. I'm you just, the, I'm not into those cornball movies, man. You know why a lot of people haven't seen Magnolia? Why is that? Because it's called cool. Magnolia. Nobody's going to run out... Like maybe some fat chicks run out to see a movie called Magnolia. I see. So in other words, men won't go see Magnolia. No, is that what you're well, saying? The, you know how the you judge. How about Office Space? How about oh, that's a great name it's for a movie. Flower. It's a flower. It's a gay ass flower. Men aren't going to run out to go see a movie named after a gay ass flower. Magnolia is a gay flower. I mean, if it was named Pansy, I could understand. Right. It. Same same difference. If it was called Blood and Guts du Jour, then they'd run out and see it. Yeah. How about if it was called Braveheart? That sounds pretty corny to me. It has a little gay-sounding title there. Yeah, it sounds pretty gay. Don't tell Mel Gibson that. Is that Mel Gibson that, yeah. or uh, what's yeah. his name? That's Mel. Oh, don't tell him that. But it's violent, bloody, gory guts. Good. And Braveheart. Ho hopefully some of his. A lot of guts. Oh, yeah. You see Line 9, QAM. Right the Truman Show. What was it? The, the Truman, Truman Show. Show. Oh, but that, don't put it down. Don't you know who that was? Yeah, I know. That's that We're idiot. Not We're not putting, putting you on there. Even if it's a good one. Well, you can put that on there. It's okay. We like Jim Carrey, right? Yes. He's kind of scary, but not like uh, John Kerry. I didn't hear anything good about that movie. And certainly not like uh, Howard Dean's wife. Boy, she is. <laughs> wow. 
Woo-wee. And now. No, I don't do it. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Good, good. I got one of these stupid phone lines that your phone rings like 20 times and then it disconnects and you got a call back and it says your call is busy. What's up? Same old stuff, man. Same. What's no up way you can skew the pull and go yeah. back one more year so you can put Rayman on there? Can't do it. Can't oh. do it, Pally. Please? No. All right. Thanks. Sorry. Rain Man, 1989, I guess, huh? Well, I, I mean, like we it. can keep pushing it back and pushing it back, but that just, uh, 1910. you know. Huh? Well, no, I mean, we did we did leave the gap. We we cut it off at 80, the last pull. Right. See what I'm saying? So maybe one day when it's really desperate, we'll do a pull, like, you know, from 80 to 90. Okay. Okay? Like tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Mad Dog, who we had a report, was a little bit <laughs> tipsy on the sports show last night. I, like, I can't keep track of which uh, channels those shows like are on. Was Joe it on Tipsy? I don't think that. that oh. tipsy. I'm glad you mentioned that, as a matter of fact. I don't know what that's in here under. Maybe. I know you got it there. Just relax. There's the Joe and Bo show. I love that. Mm-hmm. In fact, maybe we could... Joe, it's been a tough season for Jet fans. What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. And I want to kiss you. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. A huge compliment. Yeah. You know Joe Namath, part of the four-decade team. We'll see these guys at halftime. I want to give you a kiss. Yeah. They're struggling. He is <laughs> such a moron, man. It's just, oh, God, is he dumb. He could sure play, but he is sure a moron. Twelve minutes after one at five sixty, and of course he was a little bit tipsy. <laughs> so maybe the Mad Dog was just honoring old uh, Willie Joe, Joe Willie, Joe's Willie, and maybe he was trying to emulate him on the Channel Ten last night. Hey, if you're in a really yeah. crappy dead end job, underpaid, well maybe uh, see this thing with New Year's. I'm going to cross that out, don't you think? Could you please? I just I'm tired of uh, Todd Drek not wanting to write any new copies, making a fortune off all these accounts. You're a robber, Todd. All you are is a uh, you're a grave robber. Grave robber. You're just stealing whatever they give you on that check, man. You're stealing it. Anyway, if you want to change your life and get yourself a real career and a real paycheck and get away from that godforsaken place, put your plans in action this year by calling our friends at Fast Train. Call one eight six six Fast Train. Classes started this month, so they're going on right now as I speak. So if you're committed and dedicated, Fast Train can help you in becoming a certified computer professional in just four short months. You heard me right. In just four short months, you can change your life for the good. The demand for certified computer professionals is at an all-time high, and Fast Train offers you convenient day, evening, and weekend classes, job placement assistance, financial aid for people who qualify, too. All it takes is one easy call to get your life uh, going in the right direction. Call Fast Train today. Check them out on the web first if you like it, fasttrain.com, and then make the call, one 866 Fast Train. Whatever you do, don't miss the opportunity this year to hop on that Fast Train. One eight six six Fast Train. We're Sports Radio five sixty QAM. In the town where I was born, lived a man named Howard Dean, and he told us how we'd like to have a big joy. He emailed most everyone More endorsements of what he sees And he's really making waves He's a fellow who's got big dreams We're all casting 
117 at 560 WQM. Here somebody says, I'd like to suggest L.A. Confidential. It was my favorite movie of the past decade. Also, it says, I'll vote for Dave Barry a thousand times as the worst of Miami if you had a poll about it. He's a total asshole who thinks it's high comedy that South Florida is run by a bunch of corrupt, no speaking English fascists. Okay. Well, it is, and he thinks it's funny. Really funny, Dave. Sadly, he's won a Pulitzer Prize. He's grotesque, and he's an idiot. Never said anything funny in his life, ever. And his columns are in newspapers around the world, syndicated. Tragic. But then again, so is somebody else we know. Uh-huh. <coughs> beautiful Minds, somebody says. How come we have gotten this far into the show in the 1 o'clock hour? Because we don't have Beautiful Minds. Uh, that must be it. Well, get that on there right away. And let me say it again. Watch the whole thing. Don't be a schmuck like I was. No, it's... It starts really slow. Right, and it's not what you think it is. Kind of like Moe's show, it starts off very slow. Absolutely. But unlike Moe's show, it actually picks up some steam later right. on. As opposed to Moe's show, which we chop off as soon as we can. Absolutely. 48 for Lord of the Rings, it's a beautiful thing. The Return of the King. 48. Nobody's going to touch it. You think? No. Shawshank Redemption, 37. Pulp Fiction 36. Now, those top, although I did see Pulp Fiction, so I was going to say the top three I would never see, but I've already seen Pulp Fiction. It's too late. Pulp Fiction might give it a run for number one. It might. A lot of people like that gratuitous violence, and they love hearing about the mayonnaise on the fries in uh, Amsterdam thousands and thousands of times. Saving Private Ryan 34. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross 23. My Cousin Vinny 22. Bowling for Columbine 21. What was that other Matt Damon movie I started to say about two hours ago? The one that uh, we can't, you can never think of the name of it? Born Identity. Well, the Born Identity, that's B-O-U-R-N-E. It's good. It's boring Identity. No, I never saw it. Did you see it? No, I'm it's good. on the list. I'll watch good. it. Good. You know, I almost good. did the other day. Good. Nothing wrong with it. He's good. I know you don't like him. Cut it on cable, but it was a half over, so I didn't. <laughs> My Cousin Vinny's got 22. Bowling for Columbine, 21. Well, that right there, that should tell you a lot about America. My Cousin Vinny, 22, Bowling for Columbine, 21. Doesn't that tell you what you need to know? Of course, nobody, not too many people have seen Bowling for Columbine. And you want to know why? Because they had to go out and rent it or buy it. Right. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, 17. Orifice Space, 15. Forrest Dump and Schindler's List and Goodfellas, 14 apiece. American Beauty, 9. Braveheart, 8. Usual Suspects, 8. Requiem for Dreams only got seven. Magnolia got another one's got six. Oh! <laughs> Don't listen to George, okay? It's just propaganda. Right. You should part. really get over your anti-Semitism. He, he doesn't like the he doesn't like, like the fact that there's like a fag segment and there's a fag character William H Macy. Uh, that in the was movie. one of the best segments in the movie. What are you talking and about? And also the guy from Laughing, which I can never think of his name. Who's Artie Johnson. It's not Artie Johnson. It's not even close to Artie Johnson. He's, <laughs> he's he Jones in for the bartender's Johnson, but it ain't Artie Johnson. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty good. I got want to nominate a movie. Okay. How about Spun? Spun. You ever heard of it? Yes, I have. You did. I have heard. You didn't like it. I didn't see it. Okay. Well, well we'll that's got, got and have a great day. I don't like that echo. We had an echo on that line. Spun is that like Alan Greenspun? <laughs> Howard Dean. Howard Dean the other day said Alan Greenspan ought to go, and then he later in the day said, "Well, I don't think so." Really? Yeah. Well, he, you know. His advisors, his handlers, they're handling him. They're handling him right out of, right out of contention. 
WQAM, hello. Yeah, for your poll, uh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day, there you go. You can't beat that, right? What's not to like, man? <laughs> Come on. Hmm? Have a few yucks. Putting it, putting it on there? Sure. Sure, why not? I never said w- it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir, Mr. Caller. Hey, it's uh, the donut man, the donut guy. All Look right. At, how you feeling? Pretty good. I'll All survive. Right. Hey, I want to add uh, to the list Face Off. Face Off was in 1997 with Nicolas Cage and uh, John Travolta. Sounds like a hockey movie. No, it's not. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I, I know you are, sir. Uh, but No, excellent. Uh, what went into directing it and what came out of it, uh, phenomenal. Right. Okay, well, we got you down. Thanks a lot. All right, buddy, boy. Take care. Good, good uh, choice there. You know, I, I don't think I've ever heard a movie more universally panned than Face Off. But he liked it. Okay. See, you're making fun of that guy. He liked so, it. I can make Did fun you of see it? it? No. Did I see it? No. No. Are you going to see it? I don't know. Oh, like I said, probably not. <laughs> now, one thing I will say, and maybe I'm mellowing my old and my ancient age, but I watched that thing last night, a little bit of it, the Golden Globes, the hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me to watch an hour of an award show is just it, it's mine. Because, first of all, I didn't see any of those movies, not right. one of them. Not one. And I watch it for the movies, although, you know, they show their clips. It's kind of interesting. But I watched it for the people. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, See, number one, it's it's the media again who hound these people, and we you know we have to know whether this one's a son of a bitch and whether this one is supposedly uh, divorced forty five times. And eh, what difference does that make? These people provide a lot of entertainment, and I'll grant you that it's just you know it's just a suck fest where they sit around you know uh, patting each other on the back and sucking up a lot of booze. But nevertheless, they provide a lot of entertainment. There's a lot of work that goes into making a movie. I mean, a mm-hmm. tremendous amount of work that goes into a, a real good movie. And most people don't realize that. They just take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's why Magnolia, for example, forgetting about the ending or whatever. Hey, I just use that. That's a bad example. Uh, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Okay. I mean, there's so much that went into the writing of that story. Sure. And the, the, the characters and every every person that Choosing was in the soundtrack. And my God, it was unbelievable. The All the acting and the makeup right. and the editing, because the editing was great in that movie. Right. The ass-to-ass part was edited best. Wow. I could have gone for more. I heard it was breast by test. But at any rate, you like Requiem for a Dream, but you won't watch it. You, you hard-ass people out there. Oh, well, we heard that Miguel saw it, and he didn't like it. Well, there's proof right there. Right. Right. Glowing endorsement. I like this better, though. <laughs> you know who should be forced to watch that movie? Your mom. Rush. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was get it. A few more Oxycontin. <laughs> Yeah, pop a couple of more, Rush. Someone will have to draw the parallels for him. <laughs> oh. What's the song? Oh, I know what it is. Amy Mann. Mm-hmm. Do I have that in here? Oh, yeah, I do have that you in here. You One. I beg your pardon? One. With Amy Mann. One. And I love Amy Mann. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. She is great. Even yeah. though you don't like that movie. I'm telling you, folks, take my word for it. Go out and rent Magnolia. It'll kill a whole day. I don't like on a weekend when it's really boring, like after the Super Bowl. And there's no more football. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. That's yes, hi. I'd like to add a movie to the... Go right ahead, oh. sir. Go ahead. I'm sorry? I said, go right ahead. Yeah, the uh, Legend of the Fall. 
Legends of the Palm? No, Legends of the Fall. Legend of the Fall. Yeah. Well, I actually saw that. I know that's shocking, but I actually saw that. It was very good. Thank you. Legends of the Palm. I mean, the Fall. Okay. Wasn't Legend of the Palm? Wasn't that the one with Michael Caine's hand? We're the date on that. That might be on the cover. Uh-oh. Legend of the Fall might be older than 1990. You're looking at it? Taking a puke at it? It's Our a good movie. Our fact checker is checking the facts. Uh-oh. 53 for Lord of the Rings. Pulp Fiction is moving to the second 94? place. Pulp Fiction. 94. Fine. Uh, Legend of the Fall is good. Uh, Pulp Fiction will win. That's my prediction. You'll be upset. Oh, whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, you're, you're pulling for Lord of the Rings. You're into that crap and that Indiana Jones. Glenn, Glenn and... Ross. But yeah, huh? it was good. They were good. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross was there. There's nothing wrong with that movie. Not a damn thing. Flawless. I love Shelley, man. He's the best. <laughs> Shelley the machine. Shelley the machine. <laughs> oh God. You want to give some of it away, but I, I just I can't know, do it. I know you don't know because it, it's just too good. The ending is too good. See, that's why when you when you have a movie and there's like some mediocre performances, like Godfather Three, and that's why everybody rips it. Oh, gee, you don't want to see that one. Uh, and it's unfortunate because mm -hmm. it, it destroys the whole thing. But that's when you have right. a movie where there's a whole bunch of top name people, right. and they're all their performances are all brilliant, like Network, for example. Mm -hmm. Look at all the people that were in there, man. Right. All stars. Unbelievable. Robert Duvall and William Holden and Faye Dunaway and uh, Ned Beatty. Right. My God, you can't bait it with a stick. And a lot of people, like you said, won't watch it because it's a time thing. Because now they come to accept, they see Channel 7 News, and they think it was always like this. All this hyperventilating, hysterical, Ricky Ticky Sanchez is on there, uh, foaming at the mouth about the news. So it's not a big deal to them. 26 after 1 at 560 WQM. I'll tell you what is a big deal. Those carpeting, uh, the, those things that are called carpets on your floor, you spent a lot of money on them. But if they're starting to get a little bit schmutzy, maybe after the holidays they need some cleaning. They need to be brightened up. Here's the answer for you. Called Rock Concepts because they are simply the best in the business anywhere in the world at bringing nasty-looking carpeting back to life, making them look brand new. They've been doing it for me and my house for over 20 long, amazing years. Their technicians know their stuff inside and out. And believe you me, they'll leave them vibrant in color, looking brand new, smelling lemony fresh. Your carpets will be dry in one to two hours, and you'll be ready to rock and roll again. So whether it's your area rugs, your furniture, your upholstery, or your carpets, please call Rock Concepts. You'll never call anybody else again. And when you call Rock Concepts, ask about their standby list, which can save you 15% on your next carpet cleaning, too. Call them today, toll-free, but you'll be glad you did, 1-800-248-5071. And one thing keep in mind, you'll be confident of no rip-offs or no scams at the end of the work because they give you a guaranteed written price up front before they start the job. Call them today, 1-800-248-5071, or log on to their website at dryconcepts.com. Talk crazy, we'll be snaking, they're lazy, there's just so much phlegm in all their conversations, they only shower on the special occasions, and they blow up everything, Arab Satas, they have all your money, blow up so much stuff that it's not funny. They're car bombs and hijackings. These are just a few of their favorite things. They fight over land they should ask pretty please in their desert type world. There's some real violent freaks. Won't they wear some deodorant, please? Arabs hate us. They 
Estuvo muy bien aquí. Oh my God, you won't believe what I just did. I don't know, crap your pants I had like the, about the last eighth of a Hall's Mentholiptus in my puss. Uh-oh. And I like went to take it out, and I did pull it out, and I dropped it. And I don't know like where the hell it is. Oh, if it's no. in my t-shirt, if it's my boxer shorts that I'm sitting here doing the show in. You'll find it when you don't want to. Oh, no, I don't want it attached to my... You know what I'm saying? Might plug me up a little Rectum. bit. Rectum. Here's the facts I don't understand. It says Matt Damon's Rounders, and then it says Schmidt. Now, is that who sent it to us, Todd Schmidt? I don't, I don't get it. There's a movie called Rounders. I never saw it. Right. Well, let's put it on there. I don't know. Maybe he's saying the movie is Schmidt, or I, Maybe, I don't know. What I don't know. Is. Maybe his name was Schmidt. Or Helmut Schmidt. I don't know. Or Todd. Todd Dreck. By owners oh, Alan Greenspan, confident lost jobs will be replaced. Right. <laughs> yeah, overseas somewhere by a bunch of Indians right. and uh, Chinese people who are busy spreading that Yenta virus. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. What was, oh, look at that, 9-11 Commission holding a two-day hearing in Washington. Are we going to find out what really happened? No. No, never. Just like, you know, the person that was uh, complaining about, uh, you know, the, the fact that David cases there's no weapons of mass destruction and now blaming it on the CIA, that's old news. The CIA already said they told the Bushmeister before his uh, inaugural address of 2000 and uh, whatever the hell it was, to, that that, that that was all bad information. It was full of crap, and he still goes on on the worldwide TV and, uh, you know, spills this crap to the public. Speaking of crap, guess who's on CNN right now? I can do that. Yes. Oh. They're now. We are whiny and wimpy Jew Lieberman. Oh, if they take it us and go to a hypho or somewhere, where do you get lost? WQAM, hello. Oh, yeah. My name is Alvin. I got a couple of movies for News Poll. <laughs> I love it. Let's see. Absolute best movie is Falling Down, 1993, starring Michael Douglas, directed by Joel Schumacher. Says Keith and Boca. Thank you, Keith. We're got it falling it, down. We're putting it down. Okay. How about All Fall Down? That's too old. With Carl Malden before he got that thing in his head. By the way, don't waste your time. With what? Falling Down. Oh, Michael Douglas. Yeah. He's been in some good movies. I can only think of one. Which one? I don't know. Basic Instinct. Uh... Basic Instinct was good. Yeah. Like I said, I can only think of Fatal one. Attraction. Fatal Attraction was excellent. I can only think of two. I, in fact, I saw that again a few weeks ago, Fatal Attraction. It was on just That's over, one of those when weekend. it comes on, you can't turn it off. Right. Let's see. How Here you go. There's a good one from Todd and Key Largo, Boogie Nights. Right. How could we forget? How could we forget that package? That's an instant classic. Right. Boogie Nights. That was the only good movie that Burt Reynolds ever made after Deliverance. Right. Boogie Nights. Phenomenal. With the lovely and talented uh, Marky Mark. And his said, stunt, X marks the right, spot. His prosthesis. There's another movie. Nothing. You can't find anything wrong with What's it. What's that? Prosthesis? Yeah. Boogie Nights. Good story. Good uh, acting. Acting is great. And Got a lot of laughs. All the way to the end. Right. Even his hairpiece looked good. Right. 5670560. Oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Tomorrow we're going to be asking, where do we get free meals now that Bert and Jack's closed? WQAM. Hello. 2AM. Yes, sir. Hello? Speaking. Speaking, hello? sir. Yes, hello. Hello. Neil, Neil I think he was saying about Schmidt. With Jack Nicholson. Right. About Schmidt. About Schmidt. Okay. Only one, though. Is that what he was trying to say no. about Schmidt? 
You want to put that on there, actually? I think Jack Nicholson was in it. Yes. <laughs> How many movies in the last five years has Jack Nicholson made, by the About way? About 30, man. Man, he just pops up everywhere. But he was on his best behavior last night. I, you know, I always get a chuckle out of Jack, but he was uh, very quiet. He, just had to, he doesn't have to really say anything. All he's got to do is give you that schmidt eaten look, you know? Right. They pay him by the breath. Is that what it is? Oh, look at that. The White House is uh, vowing now to review the pre-war intelligence. <laughs> there you go. There's the big breakthrough that we've all been waiting for, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, while all these kids are dying over there. The White House is promising to review pre-war intelligence to see if just maybe, if maybe they were given a bum steer, okay? To see maybe when Rumsfeld said he knew exactly where 30% of them chemical and biological weapons were. Maybe he was just getting a little bit carried away. When colon cancer Powell sat there in front of the whole world at the United Nations uh -huh. and held up their maps and told everybody, this is where they are, we know where they are, we're going to go get them. And maybe he was just like making a lot of crap up, huh? Just embellishing, it, embellishing right. it just a wee bit. Don't forget the cartoon pictures. Right. 11 points ahead of Howard Dean. See? It all depends on... So this is one of those uh, primaries tomorrow. If you're optimistic, if you're still a Dean person, if you're hanging on desperately, you can look at that Zogby and Reuters poll and say, Oh, my God, he's making a big comeback, old Howard. Yeah. But if, you, you know, if you're for uh, somebody else that might win the election, like maybe John Kerry or John Edwards, Edwards ain't doing that good in New Hampshire, but why would he? You know? Right. Southerners you wouldn't expect to wallet right there. Although... Well, John McCain's not a southerner. He's from the southwest. Right. Didn't he beat Bush in New Hampshire in the Republican primary? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And then he was buried under a mountain of Bush money. But you'll see what's going to happen in South Carolina, man. I'm just telling you right now. Maybe Edwards is the guy, you know? I think anybody with a brain that has any, any even cares. How could anybody not care unless you just think you have to be, you have to be, you know who, who would not care? About this election, even if you never cared about politics before and you think it's boring and they're all a bunch of crooks, which they are, the people are obsessed with sports. Yeah, they don't care because the ball games will always be there, right? Sure. There will always be a lot of balls. They might not, yours might be gone, but somebody will always have some balls. Sports. I mean, can you imagine the political astuteness and awareness of most of the people inside that building? Huh? The people are still rubbing OJ. They're doing the OJ blow-up doll at night. Well, Robert's political. Yeah, that's the problem. By the way, don't forget, he's got to be gone by Election Day. I mean, out of the country. Oh, oh. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What about uh, Scarface? Scarface is excellent. What year was that? About 76? Like 81. Yeah, it's an ancient movie, man. <laughs> Scarface. We'll give you a Scarface. Just bend down. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello, Pally. How you doing, Pally? Uh, Road to Perdition with uh, Tom Hanks and uh, Ben Ness like Beckham. Uh, good small movie. Okay. Okay. Road to Perdition, Road to Hell. Okay, we got it. And, uh, Pack of Lies. Hiya, Pally! 5670560, oh, pound 560. Hiya, Pally! On the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Pile of Lies is what? What is he talking about? I don't know. I don't either. Heard of it. it. It's good. The audience is kind of spastic today. I like that because I feel that way anyway. At the ass end of this cold, you know, you feel a little bit out of it. Mm -hmm. <coughs> a little incoherent. Thank God for this cinnamon herbal tea in spite of what George said. The celestial caffeine-free herbal tea. It's the only reason that you didn't want to have happened to do half of the show. Well, like I said, mm. I love that stuff. Ah, man, it's a machaya. You know who would say it's a machaya? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Howard Dean's wife would say it's a machaya. I'm going to play that again after the break. I just... I'm obsessed with that, and I know you are too. She's a hoot. 
And boy, what a parshane, man. Oh, God, is she grotesque. If somebody would have told me that she would look worse than Chelsea Clinton, I'd say, you've got to be Schmidt and me, man. Nobody, nobody looks worse than Chelsea Clinton. Even Sophia Coppola last night with her triple-sized nose. She, I think she did get a nose job. The only thing is, as opposed to like reducing, they enlarged. They added one on. They yanked it. They twisted it. They yanked it. They pulled it out. So she really sticks out in the crowd. And I'm glad she didn't win because even if she did a great job, what did she do? She directed that movie? What movie yeah, was it? Yeah, she now, right. Whatever it was. Whatever. But just in general principle, because she screwed up Godfather 3 so bad and she waited till the end of the movie to take a bullet in the chest, I figure, I'm glad you didn't get it, Sophia. She Don't wasn't it the personally. only one. Oh, I know. Try the cannoli. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is where it's at, man. Locally owned and operated. They've been treating people right and making great deals for years. They're unbeatable. They're just 20 minutes uh, south of the 836 on US 1. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you are because when you go there, you're going to save yourself a lot of cash. No high pressure, no crap, no BS. Check out these great lease prices. An 04 Tacoma two-wheel drive regular cab, you pay just 169 a month. An 04 Echo, you pay just 179 bucks a month. How about this? An 04 Celica GT for only 209 bucks a month. And with every car purchased at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, you'll get free Sun Pass. And keep in mind, these folks were the first dealers in the area to offer you free tires and batteries for life. If you're looking for an SUV, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, they've got a huge assortment of RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Sequoias, and Land Cruisers. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put your ass in a new Toyota today. Experience the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. Service department is open weeknights till 8 p.m. They're open late to make sure your service work is done great. Conveniently located at US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, but it's only 20 minutes south of 836. So if you're tired of all the BS from those mega dealers who overpromise and underdeliver, then this is the place for you. Call David Rich. He's the GM at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead. Call him at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247 for Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a whole lot on that brand new Toyota. Live, Live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. And now, a word from Howard Dean's wife. Hi, hello there. I'm Dr. Judith Steinberg, wife of presidential candidate Howard Dean. You can call me Judy, not Judge Judy. That's a different kite. People want to know why I'm hardly ever on campaign trail with Howie. Hey, did you get a good look at me in Iowa? I scare the crap out of myself. I make Ralph Abyss and I look like a Shana Poonam. <laughs> Stop me if I'm bombarding you with too much Yiddish, huh? Anyway, Howie says after I showed up, his numbers drop it. Know what I say? That's a bunch of Mishigas. For those of you who don't capish the Yiddish, that means crap. Howie's a good guy, though he's what you might call a loose cannon. He's got a pretty bad temper on him. I remember one time, one of our kids left a cap off of the toothpaste. I thought he was going to blow a gasket. The veins popped out in his head, and that white spit strings were going in the corners of his mouth. He went with sugar. I spent 23 years with this Shagets. Most of the time, he's a mensch. But on occasion, I hate him. I think my husband, Howie, would make for a very good president. One of the things I'm a little P.O.'d about is that Howie doesn't let us have a TV. I want to watch Sex in the City. I got to schlep down to campaign headquarters or to the Kroger's to watch on some tiny black and white set. I have never seen any program in color, so I'm no Jackie Kennedy. Hell, if you look at me, I'm no Ted Kennedy. I don't wear makeup. I'm like a whisker away from being Amish. Don't expect to see much more of me during the campaign. The only reason I'm addressing you today is because I was able to chew through my restraints. Anyway, Gazakazunt. That's Yiddish for Dr. Judith Steinberg. Over and out. Paid for by the committee to elect John Kerry president. All right. 146. You know the other one that I absolutely love? Almost as much as that one. 
Yeah, what is this? In an effort to attract younger viewers, C-SPAN now offers a brand new reality show, Skydiving with Howard Dean. Join Howard Dean as he jets across the United States, jumping out over some of his favorite states. California, California, Texas, New York, York, South Dakota, Oregon, Michigan, and coming soon to Washington, D.C. Geronimo is skydiving with Howard Dean, premiering this week on C-SPAN. One forty-seven and five sixty. Can't wait for his action figure to come out. It's the best. Anyway, how about the Big Lebowski? Spelled wrong, but nevertheless. All right, still haven't seen it. Stick it on there. What's the one that you? Oh, no, wait a minute. That was Beaner Boy. That was telling me uh, to see that or not to see. Yes. Okay. Well, I still haven't seen it, and I won't. What's that other one I was looking for last week? Well, there's so damn many of these. I know. I don't know. God. And somebody says Snatch with Brad Pitt. Now, did you uh, get Snatch on the list? No. It is. It is now. We got Snatch. We got on the list. It was very good. It says here, first of all, did you know that when you don't, when you go screenless, which is all this year and I think next year too, and someone dials the, uh, number and when it doesn't get picked up at some point, it disconnects with recording from a sound that says Bell South Sucks. It would, like any other service, probably it would just keep ringing forever, which is what it should do. Right. But with this thing, it just disconnects. So it makes screenless more difficult, especially on line one. It has like a quick disconnect, Mm -hmm. but we're just kissing the ground that it works at all. Because between our engineering department and Bell South, we'll take anything, right? Bell South sucks. Don't say Bell South sucks. What? WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi. Uh, who's this? This is Neil. Neil Rogers? Yes, sir. Looks hey. like me. Hey, just uh, Tommy Boy. What about Tommy Boy? Tommy Boy. <laughs> Tommy Boy. <laughs> who's this, idiot? <laughs> Get out of here. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Five six seven oh five sixty. It was a good call. Yeah. Pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Marvel song. That was Todd Drex's kid. You're an idiot. Yeah. Do you like that? <laughs> WQM. Hello. Hey, I got another movie for Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah. How about a Terminator Two? Terminator Two. Now we're talking, baby. Oh! All right. I'll see you in California. Terminator Two. Get it on there. Well, See, yeah. don't be knocking that guy before. At least it was something different. Uh, hey, I'm not knocking him. No, I, no, I like that. Well, I like something sure different. As well. Hello. You know, the same old tired crap. You know, and then, of course, Dave Friedman, who denies that he faxes, denies he that he faxes calls. Faxes again today. Hiya, Howie. Uh, did he really? Yeah. Well, never never see it. Never Stop see it, the light Dave. of day. Stop Bye-bye, it, Bye-bye, Dave. Dave Friedman. Go away. Stop it, Dave. Fat boy don't want to come out and play. Not even this fat boy, either. You know what I'm going to have for lunch today? Fat boy? Spaghetti. Oh. Don't do I don't it. Know why? Don't. No, no, I'm not going to have like a gigantic portion that's going to, uh, you know, bulk me no, all it up. It doesn't I'm matter. It's going to spark your appetite, and you're going to get a bunch well, of ice cream. It's not going to spark my appetite. What are you talking? No, I'm not having no ice cream. I've got two, two solid days on Atkins, baby. Two you days swimming in now I need a little rest. I need like sliced up hot dogs, sliced up weenies, in my sauce, maybe a little ragu, yeah. and some nice pasta. Does that sound good? With like lots of parmesan cheese on there, like somebody we know would say parmesan. It's the season for parmesan. I don't know why. Just I'm just in the mood for that. Now, a lot of times I'll say that. It never happens. Good. Uh, what do you mean good? It's better than going out and getting a bunch of Nestle's turtle ice cream and just shoveling it down my throat. Do a bunch of them, that. those Rogers almond, uh, what are those? Almond crisp peanut, candies peanut, or whatever they call brittle. it? Oh, almond brittle. Oh, man. Mm. Wow. If you want to die with a big smile on your face, go online, rogerscandies.ca or whatever it is. Oh, brother. I guarantee you that dark almond brittle, it'll just send you to heaven. What was the absolute best movie the last 13 years, 1990, to write this second, okay, right now? 
I guarantee a lot of good ones got left off this list, and I'm pretty P.O.'d about that. Are you Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, How's Your Thing, 56, as in Q, 56. Pulp Fiction, 50. I still think Pulp Fiction's going on by. You don't? No, I do. I agree. I do. Shawshank Redemption, 44. Saving Prior Ryan, 38. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, 25. I am so pleased that that's doing so great. I think we can take part of the credit for that. It's all us. Well, you want to know why I say that is because in the past when we've asked about some of these movies, not as many people have right. seen it. But since You're we've right. been hyping it, they like it. Bowling for Columbine, 24. My Cousin Vinny, 23. Silence of the Lambs, 23. Forrest Dump, 17. Goodfellows, 17. Office Space, 16. Schindler's List, 14. All those years I worked with Irv Schindler, I never knew he had one. Or a Lisp, either. American Beauty, 12. Braveheart, 11. And after that, it's all single digits. Requiem's got eight. Magnolia, seven. Uh -huh. uh, hey, listen, what can I tell you, okay? More people eat at McDonald's than a Ruth Chris, right? Right. Uh, and let me say it again. Uh, oh, look at that. It's a, it's multicolor. It's yeah. like a Neapolitan plaid. Mm. It's like Neapolitan ice cream. It's got a tricolored. The documentary filmmaker, Morgan Spurlock, did that Super Size Me documentary film, and it's all about him eating at McDonald's every day for a month. And in one month, he gained 25 pounds. We well, could have done better than that. And I just can't imagine why there's so many fat slobs walking around. My, my and local. Like me. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. wants me to sing God Bless America and pasties and a G-string up here. I'll do it. Saddam Hussein, you know him from Operation Desert Storm, you know him from being an Iraqi leader and gassing his own people. So we thought it'd be funny if we go ahead and send Daxon and grab Saddam Hussein out of his bunker, posing as an army ranger. I mean, Saddam Hussein, who do you think you are? Saddam Hussein, you're in for a world of pain, my man. Boy, it's hot down here. I smell like ass. I wonder if the bitches would be offended by my stink. What is it? That is Kusar Abiyam, the infidels around my tail! Shortcake, is that you? He's alive! Smell! Smells like ass in here! Get down! Oh. Not a license army right here! No! Get no, down! No, 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 no! No! DJ, I want you to tell him that we're going to put him under the jurisdiction of the Iraqi government. Go, 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 go! You are now under the jurisdiction of the Iraqi government! No! No! Alright, uh, Dex, I want you to go in there and start tickling him. No! 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 No, BJ, I want you to tell Saddam as soon as we're out of the bunker that we're removing his testicles. <laughs> Hussein, upon the exiting of this hole, your testicles will be removed. No! BJ, hold him down. BJ, go up there with the knife. I'm coming right now. All right, Saddam. Here we go. No! No! Hey, which nut do you think we should start with first, huh? <laughs> oh, Austin, you motherfucker! I know you'll get me! Last night I was in Osama's hole, and we were watching you punk out gas! I said you'll never get me! And you did! This camera do I have to flick off, huh? Who do I give the finger to, huh? Did this guy come here, you? 157 at 560, WQM, a little bit frantic. Wow. wow. Uh, Christina Aguilera, Maya, Pink, Little Kim, and Missy Elliott. Okay. Lady Marmalade. All right. If I could tell you how much I hate that song, and especially the video, yeah. because when it was out, I was in Europe. I guess it was the summer a couple of years ago, and mm -hmm. every one of those eight thousand video um, uh, music video channels here, here played it like you know how many times an hour? About thirty, man. Right. Over and over and over and over. I mean, I don't right. like that crap in the first place, but Jesus, good God! And you, you know, you'd flip from one to another, and it would it would be just starting on air. Here too. For no good goddamn reason. what, on all the different video channels? Every, every, like what? every channel. 
How many? You name it. The Weather Channel was showing Oh, you in the middle of Channel 7 News? Sure. Hated. Now, it was about a place in Chicago called Moulin Rouge. The, where they serve pizza. It was about, yeah, the one that serves uh, that big, thick crust Chicago pizza, about a, Uno's. A red black man named Moulin Rouge. At any Rouge. rate, what was the absolute best movie the last 13 years? Now, a lot of them didn't make it on here because, you know, we covered a lot of time yakking and, right. uh, oh, yucking and yakking. <laughs> Josh's fault. It's Josh's fault because he's slow. Why is it his fault? Oh, I'm just saying that. Just in general principle, why not? Blame him for a lot. Why not? Uh, last 13 years, 1990 to 2003. We got a pretty uh, awesome list here. We got a pretty impressive list we're building. We got 476 votes. We don't have uh, Tommy. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Let's take a look at your thing. 59. Oh, and speaking of rhyming, uh, what's his name? Lionel Tate. Yeah. Don't be late. Today he's it might be his date for getting out. He lost a lot of weight. And I'm pretty irate. Pulp Fiction 53 is trailing by six. I think it's going to win. Shawshank 44. Saving Private Ryan 40. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross 27. My Cousin Vinny 25. Bowling for Columbine 24. Silence of the Lambs 23. Office Space 19. What is that? Oh, it's a comedy. Yes. Forrest Gump 18. Goodfellas 18. American Beauty 15. It's starting to move up. Schindler's List is dropping, thank God. Must be maybe the old Jews are dying. Good movie. Schindler's List 14. Braveheart 11. Requiem for a Dream has got only nine. Usual Suspects, yeah. 9, Magnolia, 7, Pirates of the Caribbean, 7, Casino, 5, Gladiator, uh, Gladiator 5, The Matrix, 5, and uh, downhill from there. Mad Dog is coming up next, who is a great guy all the way around. Sometimes he's full of crap, like on a Friday. But, hey, listen, nobody's perfect. And not only that, watch the sauce, man. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's already on, and it's Paul V. Schmutz. Absolutely. <laughs>